You are not the first to pass this way, nor shall you be the last. Those who seek the spirit of Mouse Rance face peril and adventure, but more often find hilarity and hatred. We have always lived with Walt Disney World, so look first to the guidance of this podcast. There are those who see Mouse Rance's spirit veiled in offensive language and adult themes. Those trolls still prowl the message boards. What's this? Bad language in a Disney podcast? My word! Stop! 18 plus only! Write bad comments! Boycott! I'll send them hate mail! Yes! Yes! And soon they'll just disappear! Disappear! (laughs) Disappear! Back! Back! Hit back on your phone and delete the podcast too while you're at it. Before recorded time, Vault Disney World's spirit was kept alive by Imagineers and executives who actually cared about the parks. Today, they are soulless panty pushers who don't give a fjord about guest experience or preserving the magic. But Vault Disney World's spirit has always been, will always be alive, in Mouse Rants. Episode 76. Simone, do you understand that we've been around for 76 episodes already? That's 76. that's three quarters plus one. Plus one. The plus one. That's that's crazy. Now we're are we closer to 100? No, we're not closer to 100. We're closer to 75. Well, we're closer to 100 than, than we were before. That's true. 76. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. Yeah. 76. 76. Uh, yeah, that's that's me singing a trombone song. Yes, that's very nice. I like this. Yeah, you gotta be kind of like Boss Nass from uh, Star Wars Episode One. Boss Nass. Yeah, the big guy. He was a Gungan, one of Jar Jar's people. Oh. He went. Oh, like Clemenza from Hell's Kitchen. Like Clemenza. Yeah, people will not know who the hell Clemenza is unless they watch. But that I season. guarantee you, like one person got that joke, and they're laughing their ass off right now. Yes. One person one out person. there. Yes. And that person, write to us. Let us know that you yes. got the fucking yes. Clemenza joke. Great. Wonderful. I'm Jerry Skids, the host of your beautiful program out here with the degenerates and shit. And this over here is my co-host, Simone DeMilo. How you doing, Simone? Oh, hello. <laughs> Sups. Mm. We're a little off sorts today because a lot of bad shit is going down. So and much bad shit. What the fuck? I mean... Just in one week's time, at least four terrible things have happened. It's crazy. The shocker is the first one. Yeah, that's the biggest shock. No, it's not, to me at least. The other things are the biggest. I mean, okay, you're right. That's the biggest shock because who the fuck expected it? Yeah. The other things, unfortunately, are expected to happen. It shouldn't be. Yeah. But it is expected to happen, so... um. With us today, 
we have a wonderful guest. We've had a lot of guests recently. Yes. We don't like, normally do guests. I like this. This is fun. I like guests. I do too. Um, this is the host of Two Men and the Mouse, a Disney podcast you probably all know, and Mousellaneous Discussions with, you know, our our friend, I guess, Kate. <laughs> friend, whatever. Uh, oh, we love Kate. I guess so. Kevin Kessler, how you doing, Kevin? Hey, guys. I'm so super psyched to be on your show. You have no idea. Like, I've listened to you guys for a while, and I've wanted to come on, and but I was, like, afraid I wouldn't be able to, like, keep up because my shows are always kind of family-friendly. But then I heard that <laughs> skank Rachel on your on your cast member uh, <laughs> sex debate show, and I was like, if this coos can, can do it, I can definitely do it. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we definitely had a great conversation about Tack Boy. Yes, Tack Boy, Tack Boy. Ooh, <laughs> wait, why did I do Ducktales? Didn't you do that last time I too? I think I did. Oh, I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> so, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, obviously, we know you're on these shows, but maybe some people out there don't know your other shows. So, sell sure. them, plug yourself, do what you got to do. So, yeah, I, I mean, as I said, uh, my name's Kevin. I started the White Dragon Podcast Network about um, two and a half years ago. Uh, so the White Dragon Podcast Network originally was intended to be like a network where you can find something for everyone. Like I wanted there to be a gardening show. I wanted there to be, you know, like shows about movies and TV and pro wrestling because I come from the world of pro wrestling. I was a pro wrestler for 12 years. Oh, um, and then, you know, one of the ideas I had was, hey, let's do a Disney show. Uh, my network is now 98.9% Disney shows. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> we, and we have like a geek show, which, you know, is still kind of my baby. But, uh, you know, I love it. And I love every, like, you know, I've, I've recently moved, about a year ago, I moved down to Orlando, so it's been a lot better for the show um, to, to be here, to be covering everything. Our shows, uh, mostly, you know, they are, they are PG-rated, but, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun. We laugh a lot. Um, you know, Pete and I on Two Men and the Mouse, it's a Disney Parks podcast, and Mouselaneous Discussions. Um, I'm saddled with two albatrosses around my neck named Kate and Corinne, and, uh, you know, they, you know, despite them trying to drag the show down, we've somehow managed to persevere. But um, it's surprising, I know. I, it's you know, it's honestly, I really feel like I deserve sainthood for the things I have to put <laughs> you up. You do, with. you absolutely do. I've written to the Pope because, like, this is a pretty cool Pope. But you know, like, <laughs> like you know, he's kind of like, yeah, be gay, you know, do whatever. But like, you know, like this Pope seems like he would actually be like, oh God, you have to deal with Kate Smith. Like, I'm going to totally like <laughs> nominate you, you know, and Jesus, list, Jesus takes my calls. So, but you know, sadly, no response from the Pope. Oh. Um, oh. But yeah, you know, I'm a huge fan of the podcasting industry uh, or, you know, the medium. And, you know, podcasting was a huge dream of mine for a long time. And it's the best medium. I mean, listen, it's the greatest medium in the world because anyone can do it. But it's also the worst medium in the world because anybody can do it. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, this is another reason why I love you guys. Because you've actually slain the wicked. Like, you've actually punched (laughs) evil in the face. Like, you, you have actually grabbed evil by its stupid fucking umming face and just shoved it, <laughs> it, just shoved it into the concrete. Like, uh, I, I, I can't, like, I'd, I'd give you a round of applause, but your lights would go out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do have the clapper out there for anybody who doesn't know that yet. Yeah. There you go. Wonderful. There you go. Phenomenal. <laughs> we were waiting for that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We actually have a new, we're not going to say who yet, but we actually have a new target, somebody who has personally pissed me off um, on not me, is occasion. it? It's not you. No. It's not oh, okay, you. Good. <laughs> Surprisingly. Um, I thought this was an ambush. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, um, we do have a special guest here for you, by the way, as well. Uh, she's only here with us for two seconds, but she wanted to say something really quick. 
Okay, that's the consistency I need for it to be thick and white. Thick and white, right? Okay. <laughs> oh, if I had a, oh, if I had a nickel so... for every time. <laughs> and as soon as he put it in his mouth, he couldn't stop mmming for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, I have a couple more for you here. These are so oh, moist and so good. Oh, that looks so moist on the inside and so good. <laughs> mm. This is really, really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess she has to go now. Quick <laughs> uh, little cameo appearance. <laughs> so, next time you guys have a show together, you know, <laughs> you can talk about that. <laughs> Oh my so god. Kate actually was in a food porn <laughs> recently. Yeah. So Oh man. Disney Deep Dishes, I believe it was called. <laughs> exactly. Um great, wonderful. You know she, specializ- she specializes in the chocolate cannoli. <laughs> hey, now I'm gonna I'm gonna start a fight. Kate is very emotional. See, that was a joke. That was a joke. That was yeah. a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, you know, she you know, she wears her heart on her sleeve, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if she would cry at Pete's dragon. No, which I would. hated, by the way. Did um, you hate it? Because everyone's been like, it's a new Disney classic, and I'm like, I just I just don't care. Did you see it? No, I just I, I don't care. Like if I'm gonna go to the movies again, <laughs> I'm probably gonna go to see uh like I'll probably go see Suicide Squad again. Really? A second time. Yeah, I, oh. Oh, I like Suicide Squad. Listen, anything where Batman punches people, I'm like, I'm there for. Yeah, but they're playing it in our 4DX theater. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking of going there. Oh, the 4DX. I've wanted to do that forever. Like, they need to build one in Orlando. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. It's been here, and I didn't know about it. I thought it was only in California, but apparently Union Square has one, and I'm going to be going. So Suicide Squad I'm sure, Squad, I'm sure over the years, the 4DX are going to start popping up everywhere. Oh, um, yeah. You can actually, like, smell Killer Croc. I'm sure, like, that'll be awesome. Like, yeah. the smell of, like, oh, that's, well, when they were doing Batman v Superman, I wanted to go, even though the movie was, you know, yeah. what, it, what it was, but I wanted to go just so I could smell Batman. <laughs> like, what, is, what, is, what <laughs> does Batflex smell like? It like justice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, listen, Batman versus Superman, not to get on a rant, but, you know, when I saw it, I hated it. But there's a video out there called Everything Right or Everything Good, Great About Batman versus Superman. It's uh, like Cinema Sins. Uh, split off into another channel called Cinema Wins. Right. And they talk about the good things. And when you look, when you watch that movie, things start to make a lot... When you watch that video, things start to make a lot more sense. And it's things that I've said from the beginning about BVS, like the Martha thing, it's a good idea in theory. It's just they... they it was hackney writing. Like, they went about it completely wrong. But I'm getting off on a rant, which is kind of my <laughs> MO. Yeah, so see, we are allowed to rant, but we try to stay in the Disney universe. Yeah. <laughs> right. But that's okay. So I get yelled at every once in a while for talking about Universal. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Universal's, Universal's great, though. It, I love Universal. Not, you just live there, so it's okay. But well, like, yeah, I mean, if I was going down for, like, a week for vacation, I'm not going to Universal. Exactly. But no, like, <laughs> yeah, because when I lived there, I went to Universal. I went to Islands of Adventure. But mm-hmm. when I moved back to New York, it became, eh. No, you're down here, like, you're, <laughs> you're, you're going to Disney property, and you're not leaving until it's time to go back to the airport. Exactly. Like, Part of that has to do with the fact that I have no license. Ah. So. My, my co-host uh, for Two Men in the Mouse, Pete, he always says that he's never been to Florida. He's only been to Disney World. Right. Because he, <laughs> he, la- he lands at the airport, he gets on a bus, he ends up in Disney World, then he gets back on a bus and he's back at the airport. So <laughs> That's the way to do it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Personally. Oh, yeah. Personally. 
Um, I do have something I want to start with. Okay. And you might not be happy about this. Okay. You hear that silence? <laughs> I love that silence. Um, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I just mm-hmm. want to know why you are always defending the movie Brave, which to me is like the second worst, you know, aside from really? the too, Pixar film. And I, I've never heard your reasoning, so I kind of want to see you defend Brave on our show. To be honest, I, I thought it was just a, a, a nice departure from other Pixar films. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm sorry if I'm going to be a little like lax on the details, but I thought it was an interesting departure. It took place in a time period that you don't normally see. Um, I, I don't know. I, just, I thought it was fun. I liked Merida. I thought she was spunky and a nice departure from your typical Disney princess. Um, she might have been a little bit too much of an overcompensation for like the, the woe is me, I need a man to save me princesses. But I, I don't know. I, just, I, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a touching story between, you know, mother and daughter. At the end of the day, if you're like, name your top five Pixar movies, it's not in there. But I didn't, I didn't hate it like, like you did or like Kate did or anything like that. Like, <laughs> I, I just kind of, you know, I, I wish I remembered more about it. I just, I just remember being like, oh, that was a cute movie. You see, when I walked out of it, the first thing that I said to Simone and my wife was, did we just see a DreamWorks movie? Because that's what, it, it felt it like it was a shitty... It does feel like a DreamWorks movie. Yeah, it felt like it was, like, it was fine for a DreamWorks movie, but it was awful for a Pixar movie, in my opinion. I, and you know what? I've never really compared it to other Pixar movies. I just usually kind of think of it in terms of, like, a Disney princess movie, which, honestly, I feel like it's right on par with, like, some of the other princessy movies, but... I, I mean, like, it also was a Pixar movie that, like, listen, when I walk out of a Pixar movie, I mean, I usually want to cut myself. And I'm not talking about across the street. I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking down the block. Like, I'm ready to end it all. Like, I'm, you know, I'm ready to, like, be found the next morning after a Pixar movie usually. But Brave just was kind of like, okay, it was fun. It was heartwarming. It had a decent ending. So, like, I didn't leave there. Like, John Lasseter didn't make me leave a movie needing Prozac. So, you know what it is then? You like it for the same reasons we hate it. Because okay. it had, for my opinion, it had no emotion. Like, it, you know, Simone, for instance, she cries at every Pixar movie, just like you do. Yeah. <laughs> I you do. want to slit your I wrist afterwards. Crying. But mm-hmm. Brave didn't have any sort of emotional, I, I don't know, I didn't have any emotional attachment. No, I didn't and either. also, she didn't really do anything that was considered that brave. She never ventured out into the unknown, and she doesn't even kill the villain. <laughs> I mean, it's like. I get, I, 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 I do, I do get that. Um, you know, I felt like again. I guess I was comparing it to like classic princess movies, and mm. like, you know, more happened in this than happened in happened in Cinderella. You know, like Last more year? happened in mm. this than happened. Yeah. Like, so when you when you I think when you compare it to like classic princess movies like Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella, it kind of fits in with the quality that you come to expect from those, which I think maybe weren't like wouldn't like if you release Sleeping Beauty today. I just had this conversation with somebody the other day. Like, if you if you put Sleeping Beauty out today, everybody would be up in arms. Look at how they treat women. Look at you know, <laughs> like you know, like like it would have been just an absolute terrible nightmare right. for me to exist in. And but back then it was okay because you know, like of course, of course, the man's gonna ride in to save the day. But <laughs> so when, I guess when you hold it up to that kind of quality. It holds up, but yeah, if you're comparing it to Toy Story or you're comparing it to The Incredibles, which is my jam, yeah, um, yeah it, do- it doesn't really hold up to those. All right. All right. See, there we go. But I do think it's better than Ratatouille. See, I like Ratatouille better. I, I like every, every Pixar movie better, except for Cars 2. 
I'm about to say, even Cars, like, I've, I've never even seen Cars, but cars is I mean, my I've third. heard. Yeah, the first Cars is my third least. I have a list. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, third, most do. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's Cars 2, Brave, Cars 1, Monsters University, and then from there, everything goes from, like, where we're at, like, 40%, everything okay. jumps to, like, 70% or more. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so that's how I feel. But I did like Ratatouille. I like a Bug's Life, though, and most people didn't. I, I like a Bug's met- Life. I thought a, I thought a Bug's Life was interesting. I mean, it came out the same year as Ants, which were, they were both yeah. essentially the same movie, <laughs> kind of. Exactly. Or maybe, but I was or maybe I'm just person. remembering that there was two movies about nope. animated Ants. No, you're right. Year. They both yeah. came out the same year. Um, but because I didn't, I didn't see Ants. I went right to Bug's Life because it was Disney Pixar, and I'm, of course I'm going right, to go to that. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I was a personal fan of, of uh, Bug's Life. Bugs Most people, I like hate it. it. Really, I I, I, I never it. had a problem with Bugs Life. Yeah. I thought it was fine. What's your, what is your guys' opinion on the Pixar theory? Because that's the next episode of uh, Mouseliness. We revisit the Pixar theory. We're, which one? <laughs> the the theory that they're all like the connected. Pixar theory. The theory that they're all yeah. um, in one connected universe that like has this whole big story going on about it. I mean, I'm a fan of the whole in universe thing, yeah. and that that's going to bring us to our. Our main subject today, which we'll get to later, but we'll get to it when we get to it. I love everything being in one universe. I like the fact that Marvel has a universe that every story kind of lives in. Um, And I kind of sometimes, even in my head, make up stories that might fit in together, like the Roald Dahl stories. I'm like, hmm, could this be the same person from this? Of course, Mm -hmm. it's a theory, and it's not true. It's all bullshit. Right. Um, so what do I think of it? It's it's a cool little fan fiction idea, but there's no way it's true. There's no way that Brad Bird and John Lasseter and everybody's getting together and Randy Newman all getting together going, okay, so uh, we have a character from Cars who is going to be in this and, and everything takes place five billion years in the future. <laughs> it's, uh, and then it's humanity okay. is wiped out by pollution. <laughs> Yes, and cars are the only things left, but somehow they now have the ability to talk. It's like, all right. I mean, yeah, it's the, cool. The biggest, but... the biggest leap in logic I think that the Pixar theory takes is it's like syndrome zero point energy is what brings toys and cars to life. And I'm like, well, where do you get that from? All syndrome <laughs> zero point energy did was freeze people. Yeah, but, yeah. It, you know, it, it mutated, right? Oh. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, I'm not a f- fan of believing theories are actually the theories, but I make mm-hmm. up shit in my head all the time, but I leave it there in my fucking I mean, head. <laughs> there are some great theories um, out there about movies that are just kind of like widely accepted fan theories. Like um, One of my favorites is like, James Bond is not a person, he is a code name. Meaning, which explains why there are many uh, James Bonds meaning over that, the years. You mean they're, they're actually... Different, like when, oh, yeah, like when okay. a James Bond dies, like a 007 James Bond dies, they take their best agent and he becomes just the new right. James Bond. Oh, okay, and that makes sense. Like, that yeah, actually that would, makes sense. That would totally make sense. Yeah, yeah. There's that one. There's uh, Ferris Bueller was a figment of the other kid's imagination the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> um, that I, one I don't really that one I don't really buy into. But yeah. like, there's a bunch of Star Wars theories, but we can get to that later. But I don't even know if I remember all of them. I mean, a lot of this thing just comes out of, like, analysis. At, at the end of uh, Dancer in the Dark, what really happened? You know, it, it, it right. all stems from there. There was a movie, what was it, Rules of Attraction? You remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Simone? 
the, the rules of attraction. It just ends in the middle of a sentence for zero fucking reason. Oh, like, um, like the Sopranos. Yeah. yeah, but this was first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it was it was stupid because it it wasn't even like poignant. They just did it because they were like, oh, everyone's going to wonder what happens at the end. Nobody did. No. And nobody even remembers no. the movie. No. Although James Vanderbeek was in it. And, uh, oh, I forgot. What's his name? Sossaman. Shannon Sossaman? Oh, Shannon Sossaman and was Josh Hartnett in it or something and, like that? I think so. Yeah. You know, every time I hear James Vanderbeek's name, I all I can... And this is like the worst thing for me to remember him for. All I could think of is Mark Hamill as Cockknocker going, I knew it. oh, you're, you're not going to upstage me, Vanderbeek. I, that's exactly what I thought you were going to go to, was that fucking scene in fucking Jay and Silent yep. oh, Amazing. I mean, I know you and I are both big Kevin Smith fans, so yes. I wanted to get a Kevin Smith reference out there. You're, you can get as many as you like. <laughs> All right, so we're done with the Brave conversation. It sucks that it didn't end in a real argument because we're kind of in agreement, and I don't like yeah. that. So let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about changes in the parks where I know we don't agree. <laughs> okay, yeah, we probably don't agree on this. Yes, but we'll start with the easy one, the shocker. Oh. Now we didn't talk about this last week because we didn't have an episode last week, but they took away the fucking shocker. We just talked about uh, that, me I and know. you. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. I'm so pissed. Yes. What the fuck? The, it's, but it's been years. Like, did somebody li- was was somebody literally just like, hey, wait a minute. It's been I, 17 like, freaking years. <laughs> My freaking God. Yes. Oh. Steven, Tyler, Steven Tyler just pulled one over on the Disney company for all this time. <laughs> well, that's it. We've been talking about, and, and you know, I unfortunately want to say, I think it's podcasting. Because yeah, probably. we've been talking about it. Kingdom Cast has been talking about it. Any of the fucking adult podcasts have mentioned the shocker at some point. Even the Navigators, and they're not even really an adult podcast. Yeah. They bleep words. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, like, we all talk about the shocker, and eventually somebody, I guess, must have heard a show. It has to be something like that, yeah. and then complained, mm-hmm. and then now, now they digitally inserted a finger. Ugh. Who fucking notices this shit? But crazy people like me and yeah. you guys. Uh, it's uh, you know, and I got the day that they changed it. I got Snapchats from people. I don't listen. I don't use Snapchat, but people send me Snapchats. Right. Like I got Snapchats from people like circling Steven Tyler's hand, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Oh my god, the shocker's gone!" Yeah, like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I got Steven Tyler put out some video like, like, um, like responding to it. It was a, a Facebook post. Yeah. And he basically what did he say? Because it said not safe for work, and I was just like, "I'm at work." So oh, there might have been a video. I don't oh, know. Was there I didn't a video? see it. Oh shit! I didn't, I didn't see because the one I saw didn't have an NSFW. Simone's looking it up while while I uh, talk about this, but he put a Facebook post where he kind of like was like, "Oh, do you really think I would have done that?" Kind of like kind of type of thing. And he's like, "Anyway, why you got to do that to me, Disney? I love you guys. See you Friday." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag best ride ever or something like that. I'm like, okay, like he clearly did it on purpose, but who cares? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. it, you know, as long as they don't take the one at the end out. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, he did. What the hell is this face? Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I don't see a video or anything. I thought there, I thought there was a. Vi- I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Disney shocker. Well, fuck it. Oh well. Um, but yeah, I just think that it's ridiculous at this time, at this point in time, to take that shit out. It just makes no sense. It was a nice little fun joke for everybody, and it's kind of ruined. Just like, you know, everything is always ruined. They take stupid things away, and they just ruin little things for everybody. And it's not the big things even that bother me as much. 
It's these. It's like, yeah. Because it was like the one thing like that adults could look forward to. It's like, oh, you know, you got this dirty ass fucking hand gesture. And it's like, you know, kids will not know what the hell that means. No. And, you know, it was just something fun to and you know to. what? It was injecting a little bit of like the the like the rock and roll like yes. sex, drugs, and rock and roll aspect of Aerosmith into that ride, right. in a way that completely goes over kids' heads. Exactly. So and, I mean, if and, he did and, the devil, that's why I kind of like. Yeah. No, I was gonna say if he does, if he did the devil horns, I the kids would have gotten that. Then they yeah. probably would have taken that out because you know, God forbid, he does devil horns. But this was kind of a little thing that nobody noticed. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we yeah. noticed, but. The people that mattered didn't notice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking pixie duster parents or oh. soccer moms. They're the ones oh. who we have the to people worry that, about. You, oh, you mean the people that ruin everything for everyone? <laughs> yes. oh. <laughs> Disney mom's blog. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I don't know what that was all about. Uh. Here, here I, I mean, I've been, like, on, I wish on Two Men in the Mouse I could do a, a topic like this where I can just be like, this is like my, my Disney I get to punch you in the face list. <laughs> Let's like, there it. are just certain <laughs> things where, like, if you do it, I get to punch you in the face. Like, if you hit me with your stroller more than two times, I get to punch you in the face. You give them like, a chance? Oh, shit. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> you know what? Magic Kingdom's my happy place, so, like, it takes a lot. Uh -huh. But, like the, other, like, the other day when I was there, I'm walking, and, like, the parade just got out. This dude literally clips the back of my, of, like, my heels, like, three times with his, with his fucking stroller. And, like, I was ready to, I was literally ready to hit him. I, I almost got imagine. I almost got into a fight in the middle of uh, the Fourth of July in the Magic Kingdom because like it was like really crowded and some guy like started freaking out because uh, because I was uh, I was in like the uh, or like everybody every, everybody just stopped in the middle of the walkway when the fireworks were going off so to to get around them I had to like go onto the sidewalk and this guy like started screaming at everybody because we were getting in the middle of him and his family and like nobody could move. And he's just like, my family's over there and I can't be with them. And I said, and you know what? There are much worse things that will happen in your life than this <laughs> moment right there. So let's just take a minute to calm ourselves down. And like he kept, he kept going and, and I'm just, and I'm like, listen, I don't want to be here either. He's like, well, you are here. I said, yes. And I'm right next to you. Isn't that great? Like, I just, like, I love being a, like, when people get angry at Disney, I just, I'm, I just embarrass them. Like, I just turn their, like, lopsided logic around on them. Yes. See, I, I love that. That's I do the same thing. I mean, look, I work for Disney. I get it. Kill, killing their craziness with like a smile or or just, you know, you can kind of be a dick and they don't really know it because you're using such happiness to say it. Mm -hmm. But we've done it so many times where it's just like someone's just going crazy and screaming and you're just like, well, why don't you just go to uh, to the line over here and then you won't have to worry about that. And they're like, oh, well, you know, I. Yeah, I guess I could do that. I guess you could. Yeah. All right, have a yep, great day. <laughs> because then you just see the moment that dawns on the person's face where they're like, oh, I'm a dick. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that a great feeling when oh, someone yeah. else feels, <laughs> feels like they're oh, a dick? I love it. If I'm, sitting in a, if I'm sitting in a restaurant and your child has been screaming uninterrupted oh for God. more than four minutes at a time <sighs> and you have not acknowledged it, I get to punch you and your child in the face. Yes, please. Nice. Nice. We were. I was just today talking about, how, or maybe it was yesterday, about how some fucking restaurants, like, I don't think kids should be allowed in any restaurants where the food is, like, super expensive yeah. in Disney World. Mm -hmm. Like, not just Victorian Alberts, but all of right. them. Citricos, uh, fucking, what's it called? The, the, the they're grand not going to appreciate it anyway. Like, <laughs> they're not. No, the food there is not going to, you know, what, are they going to get the kids' menu? They're going to have grilled cheese while everyone's eating fucking pate? I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. 
Uncrustables at, at California <laughs> Grill. Oh God, <laughs> California Jeez. Grill. And that's exactly yeah. where I hear a lot of the complaints is that at California Grill, those kids running around and going crazy. When we went, we haven't had that problem. No. But that's where I hear most of it because I guess because Chef Mickey's is downstairs and oh, it's yeah. right next to the Magic Kingdom. There's a yeah. fucking shit ton of kids there. It's like put your uh, for, kids in the uh, like you know what was it like Simba's Cub House or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or the saying, Neverland like, Club or whatever wherever, it is. Yeah, just yeah. Like, uh, a, a friend of mine um, is a DVC member and. And uh, he took me up to Top of the World Lounge for Wishes one night. And it's awesome. But, like, you're sitting there. You know, you're drinking. It's a lounge. Like, it's a good lounge, too. All of a sudden, Wishes starts. And all these parents with their kids in pajamas start crowding around the bar. (laughs) And I'm just like, get your fucking kids out of here. Yeah, I want to talk about my fucking dick. What the hell is this about? (laughs) Exactly. And I clearly wanted to talk about my dick. (laughs) Ruining a perfectly good conversation yeah, between right? men. My, li- my listeners started this thing when they come down where they start feeding me tequila shots. I like that. Yeah, because that's when the truth starts to happen. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, yes. I, can't, I can't have tequila shots while your kids are standing around. Like, stop it. It's, it's true. And by I the way, should get to punch you in the face. You should like, get to punch them in the face. And in fact, I want you to punch them in the face. And I want to mm-hmm. videotape it and put it on our website. Yes, and those people are the ones, like the ones with the pajama kids or whatever, they're going to be the ones who complain about you talking about your dick. And then they'll be like, this should be for my kids in their pajamas to like, you know, it's a, run around. You know what? How old is it's that ele- it is, Yeah, it's 11 a fucking clock at oh night, and you have your fucking kid in a onesie and feety pajamas <laughs> sitting up in a bar. Yes. Shut the fuck up. That is fucking crazy. Who else do you want to punch in the face? <laughs> um, oh, geez. Bra- Brazilian tour groups, obviously. Oh! <laughs> we dressed up as Brazilian tour groups. I all Brazilian I, I tour heard. Oh, you did? Someone talked yeah, about you, that. I love it. I think, you, I think you posted about it in my group. Oh, did I? Yeah, yes. I think so. I but I, at, at the end of the day, like, if you, if you chant over the background music, I, like, like, that's not a punch in the face. I get to punch you in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fucking if you go to the disboards, they're like, oh, they're just... You know, celebrating uh, their culture. Oh, please. No. listen, you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy, and villainy. than Disney yeah. message boards. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I will never, ever. Like, I used to be in, like, other groups, like, other Facebook groups besides mine, and now I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, like people are stupid assholes. <laughs> like, I, so I, I literally can't. Like, I, like, my group, I really like my group. Like, my, my group is full of people that are, are just, like, Genuine, genuinely, really like Jerry. Uh, you're you're in my you're in my uh, my group. You know, I you, am. like you know, like, nobody fights. Nobody like nobody barely even disagrees. Everyone's just like, hey, Disney's great, right? And everyone's like, yeah, fuck yeah, it's great. <laughs> and like and like that that's kind of it. Or like if something sucks, we'll be like, ah, they took this away. Doesn't that suck? And they'll be like, yeah, it sucks, but I still like it. And yeah, I they, respect your opinion. Yeah, like, I was gonna say if there's a differing of opinions, people just voice their opinions. Nobody argues about it. They just say, oh well, I still love you anyway. Nobody runs to their fucking safe space. Like, it, it, like it's just people are just genuinely nice there. And I like exactly. It. I agree. Not how, if we had a board, which we never will, it would not oh, don't be ever, that way. Yeah, no, don't ever do <laughs> no. it. No. It would just be a bunch of people, first of all, posting up racist shit. I don't know why. Our fans are just assholes. Yeah, well, I guess I do know why. Yeah. But it just, so sometimes they just get some weird racist emails. I don't know why. I'm like, well, that's wonderful. This is our listener, but okay. Mm-hmm. I also have one other change I need to talk about. I have two other changes I need to talk about. One of them is kind of a little one, but it annoys the shit out of me. 
Okay. So interventions is clearly dead. We know that they're getting rid of everything, which is RIP already in itself everything in interventions. A, right. Already in itself a sad thing because all of Epcot was based on the whole learning and education, etc. Blah blah blah. Interventions going away is kind mm-hmm. of like a fuck you to Walt, but whatever. Yeah. But what's more of a fuck you to not just Walt, but the entire company is that instead <clears throat> of I don't know an attraction or anything. Um, they have that photo, you know, the chase photo Ugh, thing. Yes, the Disney chase Where, you know, you take a picture with a character. Yeah. It's in mm-hmm. two entire buildings. Ugh. And all you're doing it is you're going to take a photo. And then now next to it, <laughs> they've just built. Get ready for this, everybody who doesn't know. A photo booth where you could, like, you know, go in and take your your photos. And the, you pay, like, probably 10 bucks at Disney. Probably. And it gives you those little four photos like they did back in the day at the yeah. old arcades. And two massage chairs. That's what we've been reduced to, folks. Massage Listen, I'm, chairs. Interventions has kind. Of, do you watch? Do you watch Rick and Morty? I do not. Oh, there, there's there is a um, there's an episode where like there's a they have this theme park called Anatomy Park. It's like a takeoff of Jurassic Park, but it's inside this like dead hobo's body. Like that's been interventions. It just like yeah. exists inside the body of a dead thing. Um, <laughs> But to watch it getting worse and worse, that's what's... I mean, Future World itself, like, look at what Future World is now. It's, you know, Interventions has been nothing. And I remember back in the day when Interventions was, like, the place to go. Like, you were like, oh, my God, look at all this cool shit we're going to get someday. (laughs) But, like, you know, Interventions is gone. The Wonders of Life Pavilion has been empty for, what, like a decade um figment's a shadow of its former self mission space i I am convinced that if we put the the isis people on mission space orange they will tell us whatever the fuck we want to know like i i mean you know test track is cool soren's great but they still got that stupid circle of life thing in the land pavilion they took away breakfast from sunshine seasons future world sucks now yeah it does i i can agree with you on that and adding two fucking massage chairs that looks like, you know that room in the mall that connects to customer service? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Where you get, like, they have a soda machine, yeah. and that's about it. It's that room, or but the, the entire like, area is that room. They have, like, an ATM or something like that that charges you, like, $30 to take out money or it's something It's probably like on the other side of where that person took the photo from probably. laughingplace.com, by the way. I do give credit where credit's due. Um, but, yeah, I mean, because bef- what you were just talking about is what I'm definitely about to get into. But before we do... Isn't that a big fuck you to anybody who ever liked a Communicore or Interventions or played with Smart One or was able to go to the backstage magic or learned about computers for the first time ever in Epcot Center? Isn't it a big fuck you to those people? Or unsuccessfully try to ride a Segway. Or unsuccessfully, if you want to go to Interventions, <laughs> yes. Here, here's the thing. Um, you, you, you know, like, you know, Walt... Walt had this vision for Epcot or whatever, but you know what Walt also really liked? Money. And right now, Epcot is, Epcot is the place to go to get hammered right now. It's the place where, where every September people climb the Mexico pyramid. It's the place, (laughs) it is the place where I was literally, and this is a story I could never tell on my show. uh, The first night I met like my group of friends down here, where I'm literally sitting there talking to the girl that's now my sidekick and best friend. And we're sitting there talking and all of a sudden some, Drunk dude stumbles up, literally whips his cock out, and starts what? pissing all over the street in oh World God. Showcase. Wait, which, which area was Holy it? Crap. It was um, right by uh, Japan. 
Right in the Japan Pavilion. The Come on, they, they couldn't at least Come do that on. in the fucking outpost where there's nothing. Right? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, fuck. Do, do, do it in Morocco where nobody will notice. Like, nobody's in the back there. <laughs> in, that, in that museum that you go oh, into yeah, and it's just, no one goes hello, into. hello, hello. Exactly. Like, like this dude just literally walks up fuck and up. like just whips it out. And I'm just like, I, oh. you know what? Of all the things I expected to see at Epcot tonight, fireworks, figment, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe some food at the Lamp Pavilion. One thing I did not expect to see is a fucking cock. Did you suck it? Um, I thought about it, but you know he was peeing. <laughs> you know, maybe, okay, I got you. Know, maybe, maybe if he had wiped off. All right, fair All enough. Right. I, I got you there. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is very yeah. true. And Walt, yes, Walt liked money, and the company likes money. But two massage chairs and a photo machine oh. is kind of the opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I get that. But like, do you really do you think that you know D twenty three whenever that's coming up? Like, do you really think that by the end of D twenty three? It's st- we're still going to know that it's just going to be two massage chairs. Like, they- there's definitely an announcement coming. Well, I hope it's uh, a good one. <laughs> like, yeah, like, when I get news like that, I'm never, like, I never get, like, that angry because I'm just kind of like, well, something else is coming. Like, you know, you're, you're taking out shows, you're taking out attractions. They're not going to, ju- well, th- but th- th- I'm always like, they're never going to just leave it empty. But then I remember the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and everything in Echo Lake. <laughs> For a while. Yes. There was nothing yes. in either of those theaters for, like, years. Um, the Wonders of Life Pavilion. I loved the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Me too. Like, it was great. Like, I, I, you know, listen, I mean, Body Wars was just an unpleasant experience. But, like, Cream Command I was a fan of. They had the Wonder Cycles. There was a lot of cool stuff to do there. Those Wonders Cycles. Uh, and all the little cool sensory games were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like going to a science museum. So, I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to, because, like, you know, uh, Animal Kingdom is getting the stupid Avatar land. Uh, Hollywood, you know, Magic Kingdom got New Fantasyland. Hollywood Studios is getting Star Wars and Toy Story. Epcot's next. Like, there's no way it's not next. Well, hopefully. Let's get into the the oh, big boy. main story of the week, and then we'll we'll talk about oh. that. So, and I know we differ opinions here. <laughs> I but, think I know this is gonna be. Uh, okay. So let me just start off by saying, and I've kind of got into this a second ago, but I I was born in 1981. Everybody, I don't give a shit. I'll tell you my age, everyone. I am 35 years old. I grew up with Epcot. Uh, my mom has been taking me every fucking year since the day after, since the year after I was born. Yeah, day after. Born. She was just like, let's go. Um, uh, Cut the cord and put him on the plane. <laughs> and my mom doesn't even like Disney. That's how no. much my mom loves me. I just wanted to put that yeah. out there. Uh, <laughs> but she doesn't even love like Disney, but she loved Epcot. And she saw that I loved Epcot, and I grew up with it. I, as Epcot was born, I was there. And I, was, I grew up, I watched it grow from Communicore to Interventions to from the journey into imagination to the journey into your imagination to whatever it is now. And, you know, I was always, I had that hope. I had that hope that that one big edutainment education Edutainment education, edutainment attraction was gonna just fucking be built, and they were gonna, there was gonna be fucking horizons and and world emotions again everywhere. I was like, fuck yeah, more dark rides. Everybody loves a good dark ride, right? So um, again, it's a rumor, but usually when certain people put out rumors, I know it's true, and we always yeah. say that if WDWNT puts out a fucking rumor. Even though I fucking hate Tom Corliss, that piece of fucking shit. We'll get into that another day. Um, he's an asshole. Uh, here, here's the thing, though. Like, 
they're like they'll put out rumors. I honestly feel like they're about fifty fifty. Yeah. Like I got I oh, got ninety percent oh, oh. from them. I don't know. I think I feel like a lot like I can't think of like examples off the top of my head, but I know a lot of the things that they have like that they've reported are like just partly wrong or just mostly bullshit. Right. Like I feel like they post before they have confirmation about stuff, but I mean don't quote me on that. I have no idea. That's just like what I what I've noticed. <laughs> I listen to their I used to listen to their show all the time until Tom Oh, do they have a show? To me. Uh, yes, the WWNT has been around for like seven years. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I don't listen to other Disney podcasts. Fair years. enough. <laughs> Aww. Um, the show actually, un- unfortunately, is good. I like it. Um, but he's a fucking piece of shit. Anyway, <laughs> they posted up as long as well as many other places, including you know newspapers and shit, that um, energy is going away, which is fine. We, all, we knew this was going to happen. 1996 was when Ellen's Energy Adventure was uh, birthed. When you walk on there and you're like, wow, Ellen's so young, she's almost hot. Like. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so it's okay that that's going. It's sad because everything's going to be sad when we lose it. But as long as you replace it with something of equal or greater value, we're happy. So, Simone, what's, what's, what are they replacing it with? Uh, I don't even know what I, if I want to say this. It, well, it's it's something that's extremely I'll say it, educational. I'll say it because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's a fucking Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Like, sign me up. Uh, yeah, that would be great in the studios. In but. the studios, it would make sense because it's it's Marvel, and I feel like stu- like Marvel would totally fit in the studios with the whole like it, movie thing, and you know, like it would be great in the studios. It'd be awesome, but. I don't know, like, it, unless they add, like, an edutainment element to it, which I don't know if they will. Like, you, why not? Like, you learn about, uh, uh, help me here. What would you learn about? Nothing. There's nothing <laughs> educational. Guardians of the Galaxy, phenomenal movie. I love James Gunn. I think everything he does, with the exception of Scooby-Doo, is fucking spectacular. But you're not getting anything educational out of Guardians of the Galaxy, in my opinion. No, you're not. And But here's, like, I, I feel like... You know, like, and I understand it's like, you know, near and dear to your hearts, but like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm, I didn't have a single problem with this. I was just like, ah, well, you know, they're, they're moving away from the edutainment because it doesn't sell tickets. But it did. It did. (laughs) Yeah, it did in the 80s. And it would again if we built something that was fucking amazing. But that's a problem. I I honestly, I don't feel like in today's, in today's bullshitty society that it would sell. I don't, edutainment's not a thing anymore. No, there is no edutainment anymore. That's why places like the Liberty Science Center like bleed money. That's why, you know, places that just bank on like education with your fun, like nobody really goes for it anymore. Because I, I don't know, maybe it's the fact that we have so much technology and information so readily available to us and whatnot, but it just, why do you think they, Interventions has been just slowly closing down? It's like nobody cares. I feel like kids that are on vacation are almost kind of like, I don't want to learn. Which is, which is not right, but I'm just, that's just the world that we live in now. But it's also what they put in there. I mean, when, they, when you replace robots, I mean, obviously we're not going to, well, robots still haven't fucking happened yet. So we can talk about what we, where we've been, where we've gotten to, rather, with robotics. That's, you know, still a thing. Now, yeah, we're not going to talk about fucking uh, computers anymore, because believe me, we've surpassed what they were doing with computers. Mm-hmm. But there's always a next new thing. There yeah. always is. There's always going to be a tomorrow, and what's going to be yeah. built and, and, and created tomorrow, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And there's some, there's some fucking things 
that they put in there. Where's the fire? You think that's fucking fun? You think that's ed- educational? You learn that in school. So you yeah. don't need to bring that here. And that was the problem. Velcro? I don't need a oh, fucking yeah. attraction about Velcro. Well, that didn't last very long, so. <laughs> no. We all know what fucking Velcro is. You don't need to learn fucking, well, Velcro sticks to things. That should be the whole show. You walk in, they say Velcro sticks to things, and you fucking leave. That was the problem. That's why interventions closed down. Not because people didn't want to learn. It's because they were trying to teach people things that they already fucking learned. Yeah. What's the point? I mean, he, Epcot, Epcot's degradation has been slow but steady. Since and the hurtful. Second Michael, since yeah. the second Michael Eisner walked into that park and asked where Mickey Mouse was, and somebody said, oh, there are no characters in Epcot, it's about education, and he said, get Mickey on the first bus over here. That, that was kind of like, that kind of opened up the wound. It was the first crack in the windshield. And since then, it's just kind of been spider webbing out. You know, you get rid of horizons. You get rid of, you know, like attractions like that that were designed around education and you turn them more into just amusement park attractions. It's, it's been a slow but steady thing. And at the end of the day, would I like to see interventions back with actually showing like actual future technology? Yeah, sure. I would love that. But I don't feel like the kids have said like once the once Norway became Arendelle, that was it. It's over. It's done. Yeah, so that you, that you was it. That was the, the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy is a is a is a symptom. The disease entered the body with frozen. And you know what? I 100% agree. It's funny because in the article it says that this is going to be the first non-educational attraction. That's not true. The fucking Seas with Nemo. The Seas with Nemo was the first non-educational attraction. It makes no sense I don't necessarily agree with that because there are educational aspects to Seabase Alpha still even though it has the Nemo opening. No, no. I meant the ride itself. The ride itself is... It's just the movie. But for some reason it's like a sequel to the movie... But it's still the same exact plot with the same characters for some reason. I don't know. That's really weird how they did that. But um, it's awful, first of all. Second of all, it's, it's not... That in itself is not educational. And when they built that, or maybe even before they built that, the dolphins were halved. There's not as many fish as there used to be in that fucking aquarium. I mean, everything what? has been just the, slowly... The dolphin, yeah, the dolphins used to have free range. Yeah. Now you they, see one maybe sometimes. They're confined. I, I did the dolphins in depth tour, um, mm-hmm. and I asked about it. And I was like, hey, why are the dolphins, like, caged? Like, why aren't, like, they used to swim around. They, they said that the dolphins, basically the dolphins are assholes. And, like, <laughs> they, used, they used to, like, take turns throwing the sharks up 10 feet out of the water. That's awesome. Um, damn. And they would, they would gang up on the sea turtle and, like, God, take them damn. up to the top, and they'd skip them like a rock across the top of the water. What the fuck? So they were the bullies. No, they, they, were, they were pieces of shit. Dolphins and they were just awesome. Like, <laughs> just <laughs> just oh, to man. know that they... Because, you know, they say they were like the fucking second smartest fucking animals yeah. or the first smartest if you listen to Hitchhiker's Guide. But, you know, just to know that they have the ability to just fucking torture people in their world, people, yeah. like that is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah like they're, just, they're just douchebags. I mean, like, listen, dolphins are the rapists of the ocean. So. <laughs> oh! They're they're the Bill Cosby's of Disney World. <laughs> they 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 seriously like yeah, seriously they are like there's so many stories about just like belligerent dolphin rape that like ne- <laughs> like 
you 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 never like hear them talk about that at SeaWorld. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna definitely look at them differently every time I see a fucking dolphin. Oh I think we should God. do dolph- dolphins in depth. Are they still running oh. that tour? I never see. Oh the no, things. yeah, they they still are. There there's oh, been there's been a severe downturn on rapes that have happened during it. So oh. you know. They're, oh. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll catch at least one rape. One rape. Now, That's all. You I know mean. what? And and now that I've said it, next time you think a dolphin's smiling at you, you'll know what it's thinking. <laughs> The dolphins are kind of like, I'll save you from that shark, but then you owe me something. <laughs> oh, shit. But you know what? You got to give it to him anyway. I mean, if a dolphin's saving you from a shark, I mean, he just fucking saved your life. Yeah, that's if true. If you don't fuck him, right. it's rude. Yeah. It really I, Well, I mean, you're not fucking the dolphin. The dolphin's fucking you. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, listen, it's like, it's like it's a 500-pound mammal <laughs> water mammal. It's fucking, it's fucking you. All like, right, but still semantics. It fucks me. I fuck him. Who gives a shit? As long as someone's getting fucked. Now, this, is someone going to listen to this podcast and be like, let's get rid of the dolphins. They're oh, fucking- no. <laughs> Edit it out. <laughs> just like with the we- shocker. Oh, God. <laughs> the next or time that- I go, if they're just like, yeah, we got some complaints about the dolphins raping people. And I don't know where it came from. I'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, with the whole Guardians of the Galaxy, I just want to let everyone out there know it's not that I'm upset with... IPs showing up or with, you know, characters being in Epcot. That doesn't even give me a problem. It's the physical ripping out all educational value of that park and turning okay. it into what I guess MGM is supposed to be, which was a thrill yeah. park, yeah. really. And I feel like if World Showcase were still, were still a, more about the educational aspect of it, maybe it would be a little less egregious to you, but, you know, with, the, with Frozen, I mean, like, I talked about this on my show, but I didn't really get to rage out the way I normally would about it. Um, when my sidekick and I went to the soft opening for the Frozen ride, we, wa- yeah, we walked into the, the gift shop, and the, the cast member goes, Welcome to Arendelle. And I was like, Oh, oh no! Oh! Are you serious? Yep, Wait, she said, Welcome up. to Arendelle. Oh. And my, my, my sidekick and I just went, What? Like, oh. I thought this was her way. It's, I fucking taped... Oh, these fucking liars. I went up to one of the fucking uh, CRTs over there when uh, all this information was happening before the musical came out. It's on tape because I put it on the episode. I hid the fucking thing, which I don't know what the laws are in Florida, but fuck you. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not like you were using their names or anything like no, that. No, it was not. They, I asked the cast member, is this turning into Arendelle or are you just building a Frozen attraction? She said... It's not turning into Arendelle, but it's still mm-hmm. upsetting. Yeah, I have a friend who's uh, she's part Norwegian, and she is so offended. Is her name by Lila? This... No, oh. no, but she's very offended by this, and she thinks that this is bullshit, and she doesn't even want to want to go to Norway anymore. Well, that was the problem when when they did that. It wasn't about the attraction itself; it was about the, the turning it into a fictional country. Yeah, that is offensive. And- and they anybody. 100% did it. 100%. So wow. We haven't been there since what, a year ago, and it still I wasn't mean, built yet. Yeah. And this was, this was day one. This was like day one of Soft Open, so maybe she just kind of spoke out of turn. Right. But she still said it. She still, she still said it. The and I got it on Facebook Live, too. Nice. Wow. Do you, is that still up there? Because I would like um, to rip that. Oh, I don't know. Like if you, you'd have to go back like in my group like a long ways. But yeah, I, probably. Oh, I can there. do that. <laughs> that, I have no problem searching out shit. I, I yeah. fucking want to rip that and throw that up because that's fucked up. That is fucked up. Mm. Yeah. Sadness. All right. Well, listen. In conclusion, coaster, great. But you know where a good place for it would be? Tomorrowland. 
At least it makes sense there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was all... There were two Guardians of the Galaxy um, attractions that I, like, on my show, like, we just we like to pontificate and, like, talk about. I was like, you know, first of all, you could turn Rock and Roller Coaster into it, too, into it very easily. Right. Um, secondly, you take Stitch's Great Escape and you yes. make it Rocket Raccoon's yes. Great Escape. Yes! <laughs> That's what we were so, talking about. Yes, absolutely. Tomorrowland is the perfect spot. Stitch's Great Escape is the perfect area to fucking put a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction into. Yeah, and you, you, you walk out of Stitch's Great Escape and you were just like, that was an unpleasant experience. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like my day is made worse for having done that. <laughs> It's, it really is. I can't believe it's been around for over a decade. I just I just can't uh, believe it. Like, how is that even possible? Did you like Alien Encounter, Kevin? You know, I never did Alien Encounter. Okay. It was frightening as fuck, but I loved it. I loved the shit out of that attraction. I, yeah. I had a condition that, that kept me from going on it as a uh, kid, like a, like an actual like medical condition. I was a pussy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so, Fair so I, I never, uh, you know, I never did it yeah. as a kid. Yeah, I went when I was a cast member. I don't remember if I went before that, but I know I went when I was a cast member, and I and I was like, "This shit's scary as fuck," and I'm fucking 19 at the time, you know. Yeah. But it was great, and fucking to replace it with what is there now, we we need redemption. I know they're saying that there's going to be a Wreck-It Ralph thing there, but we'll see what happens. That's yeah, rumor. We'll I mean, that'd be cool if like it takes you inside a video game or whatever. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. and it makes whatever. more sense, I guess, with a Tomorrowland thing because video games of the future, there yeah. always will be. Here's uh, the thing, Stitch Stitch snuck up on them. They did not expect Stitch to blow up the way it did. Because yeah. Stitch was frozen before there was a frozen. Right. And they all of a sudden had to get Stitch in the parks in a big bad way. And that was kind of how they did they chose to go about it. Right. It's true. I um, mean, of course they did like, Stitch's supersonic celebration, and that was right. what and, a week. You know, you're, you remember the, the, the two thousand five Walt Disney World Vacation Planning DVD, the single greatest DVD that's ever uh, been produced uh, by the Walt yes. Disney Company. Listen. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Before you um and go on to what you're gonna say, that fucking DVD. First of all, if you go on, if you type that into fucking uh, YouTube, what comes up? Mouse rants. Why? Because we posted the DVD up there. Fuck yeah. Oh, that was you. That was us. That was us. <laughs> oh, thank you so we much. We have the. I've enjoyed that so much. The clear quality is us. There's one that has a shitty quality too. That yeah. posted afterwards. They're assholes. We we had we had Aaron on our show. Fuck you! <laughs> yeah. Seriously! Uh, you want to hear one more? Aaron and I are friends now. Oh. oh! We're hanging out in Disney when she's here in November. Fuck you! Listen, can you get at least get me Luke's information? Because Luke will do the show. Luke yeah. will probably do the show, yeah. What, what happened to Luke? Like, I don't he know. Just kinda, like, I can't find his last name, so I can't no. figure we, it out. I mean, we, we, we talked about it like when she was on the show. Like, you know, like... Listen, they, they didn't really keep in contact, but she said they were yeah. like super close like during the filming of it, yeah. which I really like to hear. And, like, she had no idea that it had this, like, cult following. Yes. So, like, when we started talking to her about it, and we, like, told her, like, listen, no, people really like this thing. And, like, she was, like, really, like, touched by it. Um, but she's, like, the nicest, sweetest human being on the face of the planet. Um, so the, um, but, but, yeah, like, I, I, I can, she's getting married, so, like, you know, she's been really busy, but um, I will, next time I talk to her, I will ask her about Luke and see if I can get you some info. Oh, that would be great. Thank you, my friend. Luke, no Luke problem. Is, Luke is part of the next musical. Anyway, <laughs> just not the actual one. We have a representation. Yes. Of it. Oh, okay. Dude, like that DVD, like it was so much fun. I don't know why they never did. Apparently, uh, she told me that they were supposed to do another. They were supposed to do a 2006 video, same cast. But one of the one of the higher ups at Disney thought that she was get get ready for this. Oh, no. They told her oh, she was too perky. 
What? And a, a Disney video? Yeah, what about Stacy? Yeah, yeah Stacy. Stacy is a million times. Well, now she isn't because well, she looks well, like a young mom. Well, that's now. probably why they got rid of Krissa. She was more perky than fucking Stacy so was. So they don't like like and the girl who's like with the blonde girl in the whatever that thing is when you're on the Magical Express bus. She's so freaking boring. She's yeah. just like reading from a teleprompter, and <laughs> she's just so excited about Disney. Like it's what? just like ah, uh, like it's terrible. Like freaking like that's what we need. We need Perky. We need stoned like guys. We need stoned guys Luke. who are lazy as fuck. Stoned and then Luke. you got and then you got the Perky mom, the happy like the happy positive mother. Like you yeah, know, you like know it like, was per- it was perfect. Dave was lazy as shit, but like Dave was doing a lot of shit in I that in like the bonus Dave. features and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Dave was like parasailing and stuff like that, and I was just like, what? The-? Like, and then you have like the the resort section where it's like nothing but Dave for like two hours. <laughs> yeah, we put all that up too. That's a, yeah. th- that one doesn't get as many views. No, that one yeah, well, yeah. it got it got one from me because I nice. watched the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna um, do commentary on that one because we already did commentary on the first one. Yeah, we're gonna do commentary on the on the bonus features one day when oh, we nice. can. But we, we yeah, quote yeah. Dave uh, all the time. We quote Dave. We quote Luke. We quote Luke. Yeah, on our show, yeah. whenever you mention Asia, you have to say which is sweet. Yes, because it's really <laughs> sweet. You know what? We um, like my group of friends down here and I like we we have like like I'm the designated Aaron of the group, and then like my sidekick <laughs> Lexi is our Luke. And, like, our friend Roni is our Dave because he just, like, he's a stoner that just wants to sit around. But, like, we're, you know, we are always, like, we're always quoting it. Like, if, if, one, if we need to stop and, like, take a break on a bench, like, one of us will be like, I got a Dave real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys play, uh, what is it, uh, rock, paper, scissors to see who buys each other popcorn? <laughs> no, no. I never, I never buy anything. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I, I love that it was uh, like the little subtle joke with them like kicking Luke out of uh, the Rosen Crown because he was like, yeah, too, that was yeah. too that young. Was funny. That yeah. was you know what, Aaron? Aaron did tell me though that like, like she was heartbroken when she didn't get to do the 2006 video, oh. but then apparently like she got cast in something else that was like pretty big, like right afterwards, and like if she had taken the Disney job, she never would have gotten it. So it, it was that she, Fox it, show. It, it, it worked. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't when she. I don't think it was Power Rangers. I think she did Power Rangers before. Yeah, she did a, a Fox show called like Free Ride or something. And oh, I remember seeing her name. That's the only reason I knew yeah. her full name was from that show. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" But it got canceled. Quickly. She was. Yeah, also- I mean, I, I I knew that she was the Pink Ranger on Time Force, so that's how I found out her name. Uh, well, she was also on uh, How I Met Your Mother yeah. as well too. Heather, Heather Mosby. So yeah, she was like in a ton of shit. Yeah. Like she's like Aaron's the one who who broke out of the Disney show. Yeah, she's like the Justin Timberlake of uh yes. of that group. Of that group. Is she yeah. singing the she, theme song to Trolls? Ugh. Someone told me they saw Dave in a in a commercial recently or, or a while back, and then um she told me she ran into Luke recently, which I was like super oh, happy shit. to hear about. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, we fucking love Luke. And no one think, cares about yeah. Stacy. And no one no. cares about Stacey. Luke and Dave are like my freaking favorite. I fucking love them. Yo. Oh yeah, no, they're great. Um, oh. And they were great together too. Like they were yeah. a great like like buddy cop kind of duo. Like not cops, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, whenever uh, they because you know the, the really crazy one and the super like lazy one. So exactly, like, they played yeah. off of each other so well. Yeah. Oh, like when they did some of all thrills, rest in peace. But yeah. um, I, I'm trying to think where I was going with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I t- I completely took you out of that, but I got excited. No, no. Yeah, we got so excited about fucking <laughs> oh, Luke. Yeah, 
Aaron, um, th- th- a bunch of Power Rangers just got together to make an indie film. I don't know if you saw this. I forget the name of it off the top of my head, but we talked to her. We had her on Geek Watchtower, and we talked to her about it. It's like basically you take a bunch of former Power Rangers and you put them in like a uh, expendables, like Civil War type it, type situation. Right. That's and it's like crazy. a bunch of the Mighty Morphins <laughs> and like from later seasons and Aaron's in it as well. And oh, like are they playing just, the characters? They're, they're playing their yeah, Mighty Morphin. Oh, no, man, no, no, no. They're not playing their Power Ranger characters. It's just a movie with all former Power Rangers just shooting the shit out of each other. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that sounds interesting. I would t- totally yeah. check that out. Is it... um? So is there somewhere you could buy that, or is it's it not, not out yet? yet. Oh, okay. uh, but I'll, will, I'll let you know when it comes out. I will but also, that. she also hinted to me that there's some like video game related big big movie that she's going to be in very soon, but she can't talk about it yet. I wonder if it's Uwe Boll. <laughs> is he doing something? No, no. I don't I think like, Uwe what? Boll's done a video game movie in a while. Huh. Fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. I thought when you started on this, I thought you were going to talk about Main Street Electrical Parade. Oh, no. I I like uh, Main Street better than I do Spectro, but, I mean, I'm not upset about Main Street leaving because I know it'll come back. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. eventually come back. They'll be like, oh, it always this comes other back. Par- yeah, because they're like, oh, this other parade sucks. Well, let's just bring it back. Everyone likes it. Yeah. Uh, when you like when you live here and like you try to get out of the park at night and you get caught on you get caught right at Sleepy Hollow and you have to wait for the entire Main Street Electrical Parade to go by with its stupid Macarena music. Like, at that point, you start to develop this deep-seated hatred for the Main Street Electrical Parade, which I now have. Well, I have that for Spectrum Magic, because in between floats is forever. Oh, my God. Like, they won't let you cross over, and I'm like, there's no float for fucking miles, it seems. And, And I'm like... Dude, there's nothing to... Like, can I just cross over? When you get stuck in Splash Mountain area, you're, you're, and you can easily get by, that they don't let you? Fuck them. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're 100% fucked <laughs> well, in that instance. I, I hate... I hate Spectrum Magic because of that. And because the Spectrum Men are creepy it's as fuck. It's so fucking scary. Oh, my God. But Spectrum music- Magic is a creepy, creepy show, yeah. but I love yes. it. The music is great, though. I will say that. Yeah. The music for Spectrum Magic is very good. But... No, I'm not upset about Main Street Electric leaving because it's done it before. I think it's run its course for now, yeah. and I'm sure it'll be yeah, back it'll again back. in 10 years. It's like, so. And you know what? It, it means more that it's going back to Disneyland. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I just don't like when Disneyland gets stuff that we have that's good. So. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But we can talk about that when we get to our topic now. I think we're ready to go to topic now. Um, and I'm going to bridge. See, watch me bridge this. I know people use the word segue, but I'm just going to use the word bridge. Listen. Disneyland and Disney World both get Star Wars Land. That makes no fucking sense. First of all, it's destroying Tomorrowland and Disneyland, which is one thing. The second thing is, though, what gives me any reason to want to go to Disneyland if it's a fucking mirror image of the park that I go to all the time? What gives me any reason? It doesn't make any sense because, like, the whole point was, you know, it would encourage you to want to travel to other, like, other parks. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, they don't have this here, so let's go there. Like, back when, uh, for, uh you're going to hate me for this, but Harry Potter, now they're going to have it at Disney, uh, at, uh, in California at the Universal Studios there. Like, the whole point was, well, you have it at, in Florida. Right. So it's like, oh, shit, you, we should go to Florida. And then if you want the actual tour, then you go to California. Like, right. the right. Universal Right, tour. separate. Separate, yeah. Separate. And that, I mean, to. that's how the park should be. Even the park, like Tokyo, is so different than yeah. any park we have here. Oh, yeah. Why, why can't we keep that for everything? I mean, 
Hong Kong is different. You know, it has nothing. It has nothing. That's no. the the one park that has nothing. That's cool. I still want to go, even though it has nothing. Come to Hong nothing. Kong Disneyland. There's nothing here. There's nothing we, here. When I was, I had a show called Jiminy Crickets, which was like a family friendly show, uh, which is still going. I'm just not in it anymore because I couldn't deal with it. But like, um, we talked about this, and we, I had to do um, research, I guess, for Adventureland because we were just trying to talk about all the Adventurelands. I looked at a video for the Adventurelands in um, Hong Kong. There's literally like what two attractions there, and it's just it's just a lot of walking. And you, I don't get it. I don't that's, get it. That's kind of like Animal Kingdom. Fuck you. There's like nothing there. <laughs> all right. I all like right, Animal here, Kingdom. Here's a question for you guys about that. Would you rather go to Hong Kong and have nothing to do, uh-huh. or go to Shanghai but have to dodge your way around piles of human feces on the ground? Oh. I would. I personally would rather dodge human feces than do nothing Look, because of the money. If, if I'm paying to do something, um, well, also we're from New I York. Also, yeah. We're from New York, so there's lots of feces. Yeah, you know, you're from Jersey. The whole place yeah. is made yeah, of feces. True. Yeah, but I, listen, I mean, like, look, dog shit is one thing, but, like, if I see a human shit on the ground, I will, I will vomit, and it's just going to pile up on top of all the Oof. other vomit on the ground there. <laughs> um, I would rather do neither, but I'm also mad at Shanghai for screwing yeah. our parks um, oh, in the God, U.S., so, right? so I wouldn't go there anyway, just in protest. Uh, Tokyo is where I want to go. Tokyo, and I'll be fine. I don't need to go to the China parks. I would like Tokyo just because Duffy is such a big deal there. Uh-oh. Like I feel like I want to see like what that's like. <laughs> when Duffy ex- finally I've left, ex- go ahead. Go ahead. No, go no. ahead. No, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll I've, play this I've fucking ex- game I've, for an hour. I've ex- I've experienced life where Duffy is nothing. I want I want to like it's like going to Earth two. It's like this <laughs> alternate universe where Duffy is like this superstar. I don't get it honestly. I we worked for Disney when. Duffy like started, I guess. Yeah, when he was called my Disney Bear. When he was called Disney Bear. Called. Yes. Disney Bear. Not my Disney. That's my pal Mickey. Just Disney Bear. <laughs> I want to add the my to it. I don't know. And we hated it ever since yeah. then because it didn't make what the fuck is a Disney Bear? Well, it didn't make any sense. And also when we had like the special um New York Disney Bears, like people were eBaying them for like literally five hundred dollars because they were in New York. Like, and I don't know if they're still worth that much or if they're worth, like, millions of dollars more, like, know. the New York ones. But uh, people were literally buying out all the stock of the New York City-specific Disney bears just so then they could eBay them. And people in Japan were like, oh, $500, that's a great deal. And they were just like, That was your them. Japanese accent? That sucks. Oh, yeah, I can't do it. Oh, $500? <laughs> that's a great deal. I'm, I'm glad you did it and not me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no Listen, shame. I th- at, at the, the, these are these are people. These are the people that invented tentacle porn, and you're worried about them liking a you, teddy bear. You're right. You're right. Oh, that's true. They do like <laughs> this, <laughs> you're right. This, but I do love me what, some tentacle porn. These are the things that happen when you drop two atomic bombs on. Them. <laughs> it's really true. Yep. There's I don't know what type of music you listen to, but there's a punk band called No Effects, and they had a um, a TV series on Fuse where they kind of went around the world. It's called Backstage Passport. They, there's one part where they go to Japan. And they're just walking, and the, one of the cor- on one corner, there's a guy who's like dealing drugs. There's another guy just beating the shit out of somebody, while the other guy's just talking on the phone, like casually, just having like a normal conversation, just beating yeah. the shit out of some other guy. And it was yes. Just- <laughs> and the, somebody in the band goes, "This is the best corner in anywhere ever." <laughs> and then when he was like done, he just like casually, they just casually Walked parted away. ways. Like, yeah, like it was just a thing. Yeah. He was just on the phone talking. 
Somebody's beating you up. Well, they're also <laughs> huge into bondage and all that S and M shit. They're true. like the big uh, all that. S&M business all is from the Japanese. But their films are amazing. <laughs> they have the best movies, honestly. In Japan? Yes, Takashi Miike is a phenomenal uh, yeah. filmmaker. Very as, true, very as, true. As is many others. I, I have loved Japanese culture since I was, like, a teenager. Like, nice. before I knew about the dark side of Japanese culture. Like, <laughs> I, I, I used to... I used to connect, uh, collect Japanese swords, but you know now my ex-wife has them all, which that's a story for another what? day. What? Uh, but you know, <laughs> listen, the if it fuck got me does out she there, want with them? Jesus if Christ! Me, if it got me out of there, I'm okay with it. Fair uh, enough. There we go. Um, but no, like I, I, I just think it's such a wildly different culture, and that's why you can get something like something as simple as a teddy bear and a sailor outfit, and it's it is. Literally the biggest thing that's ever happened. I, I, it's so weird. Remember there was that, it was, well, we went the last day of Duffy, the right? Last, I think it was one of the last, the last week of Duffy. The last week of Duffy. And there was this Japanese kid who had like all of the, the uh, different Duffies that he's met yeah. on, on his backpack. Like, yeah. like oh uh, it was the weirdest thing. He traveled around the world getting all the Duffies. Yep. It's like Pokemon. <laughs> he had to catch them all. Yes. <laughs> and he was the nicest kid too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, Star Wars Land in Disneyland and Disney World. What are your thoughts, Mr. Uh, Kevin? I mean, I listen, I'm all for Star Wars and Walt Disney World. I got pissed when Disneyland got it because I'm like, I, I basically said, bullshit, why don't we have Cars Land then? Like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I don't want Cars Land. That's I, <laughs> I get angry because they, they still treat Disneyland like it's the best park in the country. Like I feel like a lot of, everything rolls out there first, and I get it. Like the headquarters is right there and whatnot, but no, fuck it. Like Disneyland, like, and everyone's like, whenever I, whenever I talk about Disneyland and how much, like, I just have issues with it, um, people are always like, but it's where Walt walked, it's Walt's park. I said, no, this is the park where Walt looked around and said, this fucking sucks, I want to build a new one. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, Simone. Simone has the same exact response. Well, when I went to visit Disneyland, it was like I was walking where Walt walked. Who gives a fuck? I was Disneyland Yeah, you know what, Simone, when I go to Walt Disney World, I walk where Walt wanted to walk. Yeah. That's true. And Roy walked the shit out of that. Was that, Kev? I said, Walt's envying me at that point. Damn straight. That's true. He's like, fuck, I want to be this Kevin guy. Yeah, yeah and when I that. walk around Epcot, I'm where Walt used to want to walk. Yeah. <laughs> now he just wants to kill himself when he's there. Yeah. Good thing he's already dead. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I don't want Cars Land here because the same thing I said before, I think the park should be separate. I'm not even a fan of Cars. I don't really care, honestly. But even if I was... I want a reason to go to Disneyland. I really do. And I don't have one right now because it's so much that's the same. Obviously, they have the better pirates. I've been there once. I I get it. I'll go again. But being that we don't have licenses, it's hard to get around California. Yeah, it'd be really big. Well, fortunately, all the hotels nearby, like if we can't afford to stay at the Grand Californian, we could stay at Motel 6 for 40 bucks a night. That's great. But why would (laughs) I go to fucking California and only visit uh, two parks? Well, it's going to take me, what, three days? And then what am I going to do? Not so, even three days, I don't not think. Even, exactly. I yeah, if World of Color's playing, you have to wait and see. If maybe it'll maybe. be on, maybe it won't. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fireworks will maybe play. <laughs> if there's a little time, a little bit of wind, it's like, oh, shit, no, no fireworks. Just a little tiny bit of wind. Man, Fantastic so, went on during a thunderstorm, so. Yeah, what that. the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a Star Wars theme park is all I've ever wanted. Like, yeah. literally. Like, people, there are people that want world peace. There are people that want, like, an <laughs> to, like, like children starving in Africa, and I would be like, Jesus, if you can hear me, all I want is a Star Wars theme park. Just give me that, and I'll be happy. 
and I'm getting that now. So like, yes. I, to me, like Disneyland doesn't really hit my radar very often. Mm-hmm. So I almost don't care as long as I get it here. As long as I can know that I can get out of work and go to a Star Wars, and I can go to Star Wars and go to the cantina and just like have a blue milk, and then pilot the Millennium fucking Falcon. Like that's all I need in my life. And I, I 100% agree with you there. I want Star Wars Land. I've always asked for it. I always said, why don't we have it? We have all the stuff. We obviously have the rights to a lot of the Star Wars yeah. shit. Then when we got the physical rights to Star Wars, I'm like, dude, Star Wars Land. And we knew it was coming. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's fucking a dream come true that it's actually going to be mm-hmm. here. Whether it's going to be... I know that they said it's going to be new Star Wars heavy, which I, I, I kind of wish it was just all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like original, original trilogy, prequels, new... Whatever. The whole thing. Whole fucking shebang. That would be nice. But... You know, it is it is what it is. I'm glad to like to be able to go there. Now I have a, a lot of ideas that I want to tell them, but they'll just steal them from me anyway. Yeah. But exactly, not, and not pay you. Yes, exactly. But with Magic Bands, there's so many great things they can do. You can go in and fucking they can say, okay, before you come in, you gotta go on online and pick whether you're with the Rebels or the fucking Empire. Mm-hmm. I mean, how amazing would that fucking be? Oh, I whatever. Anyway, <laughs> pick the, I pick the Empire every single time. Me too. <laughs> fucking in um the Old Republic, I'm always the fucking bad guy. In fucking right. all the games, I always like. What was it? Uh, battle fucking Battlefield, Battle whatever. Battlefront. Battlefront. Thank you. I was always the fucking Empire. I mean, that's just the way I do. Yeah. <laughs> the dark side is so much cooler and more fun. It's uh, true. But I mean, and also like what they should. What I, I mean. You know what they should have done, like you know Monday morning quarterback. <laughs> but uh, Star Wars should have been in Disney World, and they should have put a Marvel Land in Disneyland instead yes. of. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Because you can have it out there. Because yep. Universal owns it, I think, east of the Mississippi. Exactly. And so there's, there's no issues. So it, yeah, you're right. It makes sense to just whatever they're going to do with Marvel. I mean, if they're going to kill Tomorrowland over there, do what you got to do. But <laughs> as long as as long as we got Star Wars, which we are. That's great. But, you know, we're both getting it, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess, fuck them. I don't give a shit. I mean, unless, it just like, makes me not want to go. Unless one has, like, a, say they have different rides, they, they have different... Oh, They've already announced it's exactly the same. Identical. Mirror. It's, it's, yeah, it's mirrored. Yeah. And, but the, the thing that's really going to piss me off, they're going to get theirs first. Mm. That's fucking there are, stupid. <laughs> I saw a picture from, like, the construction the other day. Yeah. They're already building up. Whereas wow. in Disney, they're still Wait, clearing the land. Did you see the uh, Streets of America uh, destruction that they were doing today? Oh no! I because you know what? Like when you drive by, when you when you come in off of I four, um, when you pass by the Hollywood Studios gate, they're like to bring in the construction equipment. They had to tear down a bunch of trees, mm-hmm. so you can see directly into the construction site. Like there's no walls or anything. Nice. So as you're driving down uh, five thirty six, you can just see it. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, and, and so, yeah, I, I, next time I go by, I'm going to have to look and see if I can see Streets of America in ruins. Yeah, they, people were posting pictures on Twitter, and I was like, well, not that it was anything, yeah. but R.I.P. Kim Possible, right? Yeah, and, and R.I.P. Uh, used guy's merchandise. <laughs> and the fake and Mr. subways. Mr. Gold's Pawn Shop. Aww. Yes. Yeah, they just put that oh, up. I know, what was the I fucking need, point? Oh. <laughs> so. What the fuck? Yeah, oh. well, it's not, it's not like we really, as long as they're not getting rid of Muppets, I'm very happy it's yeah. there. But I don't know what right? they're going to... Yeah. Like, and, like and they're not adding even the stuff. fact that it's still there, but the fact that they've like named it the Muppet Courtyard and yeah. they're putting a fucking Muppets restaurant in there. Like, I mean, like, it's what we've like, been asking for since 89, honestly. So I'm very I, excited. I, like, 
I heard that news. Like, I practically came unassisted. Like, it was just like... <laughs> it's true. And you know what? No matter what they do there, it's going to be amazing. I, are, do you know if they're... They're not keeping the pizza, are they? It's uh, called Pizza Rizzo. So I'm assuming oh, okay. it's going to be some kind of pizza. Why wouldn't they make it a diner? They don't even have a uh. diner. How cool like, shouldn't would that it, be? Shouldn't it have been the diner? It should have been the diner from up at Stick Manhattan. Right. And act, and everyone acts like super New York and shit. I'd be into that. I'm from New York. Yeah. I get it. It's funny. Yeah. We have rats everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're dirty. <laughs> but I would, I would fucking love that if it was just to get a, a good burger. Not a shitty theme park burger, but a good burger. I found one. Where? I Where? found a good burger. If you go to Liberty Tree Tavern for lunch, they have an amazing... Thick restaurant quality cheeseburger. Oh, really? Shit. I mean, don't yep. get me wrong. The one in um, fucking Plaza. Beaches and Cream. Oh yeah, Beaches are great. and Cream and Plaza is pretty good. And too. the Plaza is okay. Yes, it's all right. Yeah. But wow. Um, yeah. Many people have told me that burger is amazing, and Deluxe Burger in Springs is awesome. Okay. All well, right. that I've never. Oh, we haven't been since um, before Morimoto was erected. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we're not going to go to Morimoto because we have one here. So. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'm actually excited to eat in Springs. I've seen a lot of really cool things that have popped yeah. up. So I think it's um, like a, that's become like a foodie, uh, a foodie place. Yeah, I mean, it's what else is there to do like there? That. Yeah, that's true. Springs is my favorite place in the world right now. Like, I yeah. love going to Springs. Yeah, we went to what was it, the Boathouse? Boathouse. Yeah, um, that was good. It was expensive as fuck, but it was yeah. good. Um, anyway, back to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I know I contacted you and asked about fucking what you wanted to do. This was your idea. You wanted to talk oh, love, Star Wars. Yeah. We've never talked Star Wars on this show. We, I love fucking Star Wars, but we just haven't because I always ha- saw a divide between Disney and Star Wars. Even when they acquired it, you know, we'll throw in a couple things here and there, but we've never had a main topic regarding Star Wars. So, so this is a new thing. Simone doesn't have much to say, clearly. She hasn't been talking all episode. Whenever we have a guest, she shuts the fuck up for most of the time for some reason. <laughs> well, I was attempting to clean earlier and then all these dirty ass clothes dusty ass clothes got into my lungs all the dust got into my lungs so i'm trying not to cough <laughs> why do you have all this dirty ass clothes around your house I was they're dusty just about to ask that. Like, what are no you they're doing? not dirty no they're clean but they're just dusty as fuck because i haven't touched them and or worn them in like freaking years so simone is a hoarder yeah, seriously, yes. Simone. Like, do you have, do you hoard cats too? Like, no, uh, I am like not. Feral I'm actually, cats like living around your apartment. I'm actually not a cat lady. I prefer dogs <laughs> over cats. She she used to be my roommate until I kicked her out because I got married. So that happened. So I know that it's horrible living with her. I'm the worst. I suck. And I have all this like Disney. I found all this like uh, Disney like Star Wars shit from ten years ago when I first went to Walt Disney World for freaking Star Wars weekends. So like I have this mug from like 2006 Star Wars weekends. Can I have it? No. Oh fuck you. Porters don't give up their stuff. <laughs> That's true. You know, but you know. but if it's with a friend, mm, no. I mean, come on. Mm, no. <laughs> um. So you like you know you want to what to you is like quintessential Star Wars? It's a weird thing to say. But what is quintessential Star Wars to you? You mean are you talking about like in the parks or are you talking about the whole like, shebang? Whole shebang. Like, like when you hear Star Wars, first thing you think of. Um the first thing I think of when I hear Star Wars is is Vader's breathing. That's that's the iconic sound that always hits me. The John Williams score, just this perfect like, you know, like Star Wars has taken me to the highest highs and the lowest lows. It's like when I discovered it as a kid, I watched the I watched Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, and then A New Hope. Like I went in, I went in reverse order, and so 
I think when I hear Star Wars, I think the original trilogy immediately, and then my mind will wander to the prequels, and I'll get mad. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, I, and then it's over. Then I'm like, man, let's go. Then I'm well. Then I'm mad. Then the rest of my days ruined. No, like, <laughs> I I just I think about I I just I think about it's a story that is so timeless. It's a Western in space. It's, you know, good guys versus bad guys, light versus dark. No existential garbage thrown in the middle of it. It's just, these are the good guys, these are the bad guys. This is oppression, this is freedom, and it's a movie that doesn't need any deeper thought than that. It's just, here's what it is, and love it or love it or leave it, but this is Star Wars, and it's iconic, and it's American, and it's immortal in a way that things like Avatar or even, sorry, Simone, Harry Potter will never be. Well, I, I'm not a Harry Potter. Like Harry no, Potter. I don't like Harry Potter. Oh, she just, okay. She just, well, then I'm not sorry. Anymore. Yeah, it was because yeah. she, she mentioned uni, uh, Universal Attraction. That's yeah, why. Yeah, I'm oh, not okay. a... And, like, people, like, actually dislike me for the fact that I don't like Harry Potter because I, 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 I... hate Harry Potter. Most of my friends are huge Harry Potter nerds, and they think <laughs> they, they want to disown me because I don't care about Harry Potter. I mean, I, I like Harry Potter and all, but, like, Star Wars is immortal in a way that even Star Trek oh, yeah. will never be immortal. Like... Yeah. yeah. You will never... There will never be another Star Wars. It is. It's just. It's ineffable. Like it, you can't. There's. There's nothing that will ever be created that will reach that height again. Well, if you listen to um, one of the guys from uh, the, the new WDW Today podcast, apparently Guardians of the Galaxy is the new Star Wars. No, it's oh, not. fuck that guy right in the mouth. <laughs> Believe me, we've talked about that. That's ridiculous. But yes, go well, ahead. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy is a. It's a wonderful, fun movie. It's not. Star Wars. No. I mean, it, it has even, one even, movie. even when even when Star when Star Wars got to the lowest of the low, and I'm talking Gungan City, like <laughs> you know, like it still was Star Wars. Yes, I agree. I agree. When I think of Star Wars, I think of and when you say you know, I think of absolute tragedy and absolute just victory because that's what you get. You, you, can, you can have an absolute cheesy victory like at the end of Return of the Jedi. You can mm-hmm. have an absolute horrible tragedy like the end of episode... Uh, yeah, the end of episode three and episode five. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you can have that. And you can end a movie that way. And that's okay. It's okay to end a fucking movie that way. Yes, and the beautiful thing about those movies is that Empire and Sith, they end on such a downer, but it's still, it's done in a way that instills you with so much hope for what's coming in the future that you don't even notice that everything sucks. Yes. It's just, it's just in a fucking amazing story. It has just a world of, of information about it. It has encyclopedias and fucking Mm -hmm. books upon books upon books that aren't apparently relevant anymore. We'll get Mm. to that. You know, it has video games. It has video games within the video games. It's just a fucking amazing franchise. And, uh, this is what we're talking about today. So originally we talked about, we're only talking about negatives, which is tough for me because I kind of like everything. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to like too. I think, I think what what we had said was that like, we talk about it, but like, I was going to get heated about some things because and they're. That's what we're going to yeah. do now. Yeah, I'm saying originally we were like, eh, um, this we're just going to kind of just go off. The first thing I want to ask you because it can, I can just throw this out there. What do you think of Machete Order? Machete Order is the single greatest thing that ever happened to Star Wars until Kylo Ren came along. <laughs> like it, 
Machete Order, for those of you that don't know, Machete Order is a way to watch Star Wars that completely cuts out a lot of the George Lucas bullshit. And it is four, five, two, three, six. Basically, you start where you're meant to start, episode four. You're introduced to Vader. You get to Empire Strikes Back. You get the I Am Your Father reveal. You flash back to episode two and then watch two and three to see how that came to pass. And then you finish out the story with Return of the Jedi. It's brilliant. Is it now? It's brilliant. <laughs> because you brilliant. Cut, Listen, episode one, there, other than Qui-Gon, which can be explained in a line, there is nothing you need from episode one. <laughs> I okay. mean, I love Darth Maul. I love Darth Maul, and that, that fight scene is awesome. But that five minutes of a fight did not make up for that sloppy abortion of a film. Okay. Now, let, me, let me stop you right there. Because everybody hates, everybody hates on episode one. Episode two, first of all, is way worse than episode. Oh, one. episode two, episode two is 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 the worst, but it's wor- it's worse for a different reason. Right. Episode one, I happen to like. This is what everybody complains about. They talk about the politics, the philosophy, and the culture, all that stuff. The fanboys have problems with that, but that was a tradition among sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Fucking Isaac Asimov, fucking king. Right? He would embrace the economics, the politics of a world, you know, before you, he throws you into it and all that shit. You know, and that's what made him such a brilliant sci-fi writer. You know, but of course now the shit uh, society we live in fucking, it's boring, it's convoluted, I don't want fucking politics in my Star Wars. Meh! Well, it's, it's ridiculous because it was, a, it was a, it's a good story. It just wasn't really executed as well as it could have yeah. been. Uh, Jar Jar was awful. I'm not going to fucking disagree with that. But the pot in the pod race was awful too. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it was like what forty five minutes long oh for God, what fucking so reason? Long. But as in general, the story itself was actually pretty enthralling. And fucking before Padme had a love interest, she was a really good character. Uh, we'll get to, we'll get to Padme in a second. Uh, to to counter your point about the politics and things like that, yes, it's a staple of sci fi, but Star Wars is supposed to be different. I don't need other. I don't need other sci-fi in my Star Wars. Like I need Star Wars to stand apart from the rest of sci-fi. I don't need things from other writers bleeding in. I just want it to be Star. Here's the thing: it needed to feel like Star Wars, and Episode One didn't really feel like Star Wars. Okay, but does that make it a bad movie? Because it didn't feel like uh, another. It's a, no, it's a bad movie because it's a glorified cartoon. It has the worst. It has hor- horrifically hackneyed writing, ill-conceived concepts like the Gungans and the way that they talk, and uh, it's just it's edit- like the whole prequel trilogy is edited like like I edited it. <laughs> Are you not a good editor? <laughs> I've never. You could I've be never, amazing for all I know. <laughs> oh well, I've never edited and I've never edited video in my life. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't know. I, I disagree. I think that... Th- I agree with what you're saying, but I disagree with the fact that it's a bad movie because of the fact that it has a good story. Mm-hmm. I like the story. And that's what makes a movie, is the story. If you don't have a fucking story, if you don't have a fucking plot, it's, it's fucking garbage. You know? That's why episode four is not even close to the top of my movies. I, the, the order I like it, I'm I not, like... Yeah, I'm not huge into episode four either. Yeah. Episode five is always going to be one. And what you're going to disagree with me about my second favorite movie is episode three. I think episode three is a fucking great movie. Better Actually, than I Jedi. Will go, I will go with you on that one. Episode three, despite a few things that bother me, 
is just a fantastic movie. She died of a broken heart is the only thing I hate about yeah, that, that movie. Was okay, yeah. So my problems, <laughs> with Star, my problems with Star Wars can be summed up in two words. Yes. Uh, those two words are George Lucas. Yeah. Oh, that I'll agree with. We can come to George, terms with that. Yeah. George Lucas is a mediocre mind that had a good idea that smarter, more creative people took and turned into a phenomenon. Right. Um, George has George seems to have serious issues, particularly with women, because mm-hmm. Padme went from being this ultra badass to my husband just yelled at me and <laughs> I dropped dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why I said I loved her in episode one. Because yeah, she was right. really fucking yeah. cool. And that's why another reason I thought episode one was better than two. Because two, she became the, you know, she was just the love interest of Anakin and who gives a shit. Well, in their love story, Hayden Christensen and uh. Natalie Portman had no, like, love. Con- like, it was just, it, he, George cannot tell heterosexual romance for shit. <laughs> Can he tell homosexual romance? <laughs> Look at Obi-Wan and Anakin in episode three and tell me he can't fucking tell a good homosexual romance. Okay, all right, fair enough. When when Anakin turns to the dark side, I feel more of Obi-Wan's broken heart than I do Padme's. (laughs) So let me ask you this. If Kevin Smith was in charge of episodes one and two, let's just say those two. There'd be a lot more talking. Well, we'd have a lot of discussion. We know that. What else would happen? How would they have? How would they have been better? Let's ask that. I, I mean, I don't really know. How, like honestly, I feel like the way Anakin was portrayed, I feel like he didn't. Lucas didn't learn his lessons that started with Luke. Like in Episode uh, Four and Five, everyone complained that Luke was too whiny, and he made Anakin ten times whinier than Luke. Well, like father, like son. Yeah. Yeah, but I. I mean, I feel like it's. It was a. Also, you. By using an entirely CGI background for pretty much everything, yeah, you took away the heart and soul of what made Star Wars Star Wars. The that fact that it was yeah. real, it was tangible, you could touch it. Yeah. These are the things that were just, the, the, it was the heart that was lacking from the prequels. Um, and again, like, you know, Han and Leia is a beautiful love story told throughout Empire Strikes Back. It is not told by George Lucas, it was told by Erwin Kirshner, right. um, you know, who directed it. Lucas wrote it, but then the most iconic love moment for them, I love you, I know, is not even in the fucking script. Right. Like, uh, the line was, I love you, I love you too, and it didn't work, and Erwin Kirshner just said to Harrison Ford, just say whatever comes to mind, and he said, I love you, I know, and boom, that was it. He can't write romance, or at least not straight romance. Didn't he, Lawrence Kasdan write that film? And he wrote You know what? Yeah, I think, he, I think he might have. And he wrote episode seven, which I did like a lot. I know there, there was... I, Differing opinions on that as well. I mean, episode seven was the safest film they could have possibly made, but I still loved it. Oh, please. The whole time I was watching that, I I was fucking prematurely ejaculating constantly. Oh, I was full. I was full blown ejaculating. (laughs) I was sitting there in the theater by myself, like covering myself with popcorn. because I was like, oh, God, everything about this movie. It was it was just nonstop. Awesome. How the popcorn taste after that? Salty. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, well, I agree with you about everything you're saying that's bad about it. But with what's mm. bad about it, I also find a lot of good. And that's not because I'm like, ooh, everything about Star Wars is great. It's not. As I said, I hate Jar Jar. I hate the acting. I hate the pod race. I hate the love scenes. But I like the story. I, in episode two, it's a fucking film noir. 
And yeah, it is. I I hate episode two in terms of like what it did with the, with the main characters. Take the main characters out, follow Obi-Wan, and it's a great fucking film noir from fucking beginning to end with Camino, they gotta go to the diner. It's kind of like even a procedural in a way. <laughs> you know, it, it's got yeah, so much in point. it. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a great story, but because all that anyone remembers is the mannequin Skywalker fucking shit, mm-hmm. that's fucking, but even Anakin has, okay, Anakin's fucking crazy ass performance, Hayden Christensen's performance at I hate them, you know. That whole shit might have been annoying, but have you ever fucking hung out with a teenager before? It's, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I think that it Not was just the men, but the women. <laughs> yeah. And the oh, children, children too. <laughs> They're like animals. Animals! I slaughter them like animals. But the the worst line in the whole thing is I don't like sand. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> It's rough. It gets everywhere. What the fuck? What the fuck are you even talking about? Where, yeah, where the fuck did that come from? I, I, I it was, it was George Lucas attempting to be able to do like a, um, a, a date scene. <laughs> it, it was George Lucas has never successfully courted a woman, so he has no idea. Yeah, before he had a billion dollars in Star Wars, he had never successfully courted a woman, right. so he had no idea how to actually like. Could you imagine being on a date and just being like? Simone, let's say you're on a date with some guy and he's like, I don't like sand. It's coarse and it's rough and it gets everywhere. And he says it just with that inflection. You're not giving him a second date. No, I, I try to figure out a way to like, uh, I'd fake a phone call or I'd call Jerry here and be like, hey, yo, can you please like uh, call me? I'll text you and I'll be like, hey, can you, can there be some emergency? It's like, oh, I'm going to go. I'll beep you 911. <laughs> this guy has a lot of opinions on sand and nothing else. <laughs> Not, not, not just that. He's creepy as fuck for that whole movie. He just stares at her for the entire... He stares at her until she falls in love with him. Yeah, that it's, is pretty it, fucking creepy. It's dorky, ugly, college-age George Lucas staring at girls in his class with the, uh, with the ultimate fantasy finally realized that one of them turns around and says, I love you, Dan. But you have to realize, th- this character stopped having a real parent at the age of t- 10 or 9 or whatever he was. Um, and then his parental figures were people he saw as his peers. So it, his mind was so fucked up the whole time. You know, I mean, it's like the Jedi Council who were like the people who were raising him. He, he was one of them. He was on the fucking council when he was a teenager. I mean, he, his mind was so fucked up. Yeah, that's how he would probably talk. I'm not saying it was good writing, mm-hmm. but I get why he's like that, I guess. The acting was awful, which is weird because I've seen Hayden Christensen act, and I guess it's like he did the best with the fucking words on the page. It's Everyone, and Natalie Portman, the Oscar-winning actress, like yeah. everyone just kind of says that it was like, you can't, and Carrie Fisher even said it in interviews about the original trilogy. She was like, sometimes it's hard to make his dialogue work. Like, it just, it's just very hackneyed, very stoic, very unnatural dialogue. Right. But that was the point, at least in episode four. It was yeah. supposed to be like, man, now back to Star Wars. You know, like an old radio drama. Meanwhile, so, I'm Tatooine. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's written that way for a reason, I guess. I'm not saying it works, but that's why it's written that way. Yeah. So I don't know. Episode three, though, at least we can both agree, is a good movie. It's a great movie. It's edited very poor. It's, edit- it's the worst edited of the three. Yeah, like there are so many moments where it's like like little stupid things that only a geek that's watched it ten million times will pick up. Like, uh, there's one part where like Anakin like bends like is bending Obi Wan backwards. And he's pulling the light, pulling Obi Wan's lightsaber down toward his face, 
And in one shot, it's Obi-Wan's lightsaber. And then in the next shot, it's a completely different lightsaber. (laughs) Or like like Palpatine and Yoda have their blades crossed. And obviously Palpatine guy has his cross down. And then it cuts to Palpatine like a reaction. And he's got his blade over his shoulder. Like things where it's like, George, you have have millions upon millions of dollars to play with right now. This is a billion dollar movie. These are mistakes that the college kids make. Why are you making them? (laughs) It's funny because I'm a film editor. That's what I do. And fucking, I never noticed any of this because I'm so immersed in Star Wars world, you know? I'm like, I'm just like, this movie is great because it's a Star Wars movie, you know? Exactly. So it's, I just never fucking noticed any of this shit. But I guess next time I'm going to have to watch it with a stupid work eye. Well, I mean, there's like a lot of uh, Hollywood stuff that's like continuity like errors like all over the place. Like, tons of sure. things. Like, I notice that all the time. It's like, oh, there's a teddy bear there. Oh, teddy bear is gone. Where the fuck did it go? Like, it's, you just yeah, don't know right. how to immerse yourself into anything. <laughs> No, I know. I, I I watch the background actors. I'm like, I hate oh. that shit about you. Like, <laughs> if they're like both talking at the same time, I'm just like, okay, no one in real life actually likes like has a conversation with each other like uh, talking at the same time. Doesn't make any sense. Simone mm-hmm. just pays attention to people in the background, and then I'm like, oh my god, did you see? Did you hear what they just said? And she's like, no, what? What did they just say? I have to fucking rewind it. Sorry, you suck. I'm the worst. <laughs> Be quiet. I'm too busy looking uh, for things to hate. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look in the background and look and see what everybody's doing because I used to be a background actor a long time ago. Uh, oh, see, that, that makes sense. Like, if you were a background actor, you're cognizant of, like, what has to happen. So. No, I, as I said, I'm a film editor. I don't fuck, I, I don't pay attention to that shit except in ones like fucking Ghostbusters. The editing was so awful in 2016 mm, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, and I, I couldn't immerse myself into that movie enough to, like, ignore it. It was so blatant. Character's head was moving all over the place every shot. Get it. But this is not the Ghostbusters shit. No, it's not the Ghostbusters spot. Did you see it? I did not. It's awful. No. I, I, I enjoyed the ecto-cooler that it afforded me. Oh, me too. Um, oh, you got I it? Think I remember you I were posting it. about it. Yeah, no, I, I ordered it off Amazon, like me you too. suggested. <laughs> and, uh, listen, like, ecto-cooler is my absolute jam. Like, I... I loved every second of it. When they first announced it, I think on Geek Watchtower, we were talking about it, and I was like, if I have to suck this out of Bill Murray's dick, I will do it. Like, I don't care. Like, I just want this juice back in my life. It was, it was true. That and Boku were like my, the shit when I was oh, a kid. But Boku, Boku will never come back. No. Richard Lewis is not going to bring, bring back Boku. No. But I'm glad to taste fucking Ecto Cooler. And Surge. Fucking yep. Surge came back. Now Crystal Pepsi, Pepsi came back. I can't find it anywhere, yeah. and it's all over New York. All my friends are posting pictures. Oh, I got Crystal Pepsi. Where? <laughs> we all hated Crystal Pepsi when it came out, though. Like nobody I like liked Chris- it. I like Crystal Pepsi. It was I, different. I don't think I've ever drank I, Crystal Pepsi. I knew it was I there. I, you ever I remember tried- as, a, as a kid, it was a punchline for a while. It was like, well, it's not as bad as Crystal Pepsi. That was a, that was a horror. And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> I mean, when I had Ecto Cooler again, I'm like, oh, it's orange high C that's colored green. But, but I still great. love it. Yes. The uh, the new Coke, that was one that was crazy. New Coke and then Coke 2 also was another one. That was They were awful. They were just flat Coke. Thanks. Ugh. Anyway, back to Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Order 66, I think, was pretty much the most emotional thing I'd ever seen. Uh. <laughs> just watching their faces as their trusted <laughs> troopers turned on them broke my fucking heart. I, I died of a broken heart. No. Did you ever read? Did you ever read the novelization of Episode Three? I I'm sh- I know I have, but I I can barely recall it. The it, novelizations it, I never it, really paid too much attention to. That scene is so brilliantly written in that novel, where he's just like everywhere, all at once, 
all across the galaxy, Jedi die. Oh. And it's just that moment where Yoda just drops his cane and grabs his heart, and you're just like, oh my god. You feel the profound loss. It's the one point in time where, where CGI actually, and maybe it's because it was a character we grew to love you know, as a puppet, but like, you, felt the, you felt the loss and the heart in his stare at that moment. And it just like, your hand almost reaches toward the screen because it is such a moment. It was such a moment that it almost didn't belong in, a pre- in one of the prequels. Like, yeah. It was so emotional. And then that moment where he just realizes when he's fighting the Emperor, you know, in the book they explain it much better, but he's just kind of like, oh shit, like I don't have it in me to do this. And the reason this was able to happen is because of the way I've led these people for, you know, for all these years. Like the Sith have adapted, the Sith have changed, the Jedi stayed stagnant, and so the Sith were able to wipe us out with only two fucking people. Yeah. Like, you get that, you get that sense of just I fucked up out of this CGI little gremlin. And <laughs> the, oh, it's, it's an amazing ju- moment. There, there's a lot of great acting going on in there by both humans and CGI. Um, did you ever read the uh, Republic Commando book series? I didn't read that one. It, it ends with Order 66. It's just Star Wars Republic Commando Order 66. It is told from the, the trooper's perspective, and it's heartbreaking. Because they literally have to fucking... Turn. It's like what... You've seen the Clone Wars series, right? The, 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 the good one? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, an episode of that, but it was before that came out, and it's so fucking heartbreaking. Just, they have to turn on their fucking... Because it's, it's their fucking duty. It's what they were trained to do. It's ingrained in their goddamn brains. It's, yeah. it's a really cool... It's a really cool moment. But, like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of episode three. A lot of people still hate on it, but I will defend it to my death. The reason I brought all this up is because I first started this asking you about Machete Order. I have a lot of friends who suggest Machete Order to people who have never watched Star Wars before. I don't agree with that. It hurts my heart because watch it in release fucking order the way everyone else did. That's the way it was made. Just watch it the right way. Then you could fuck around and you could do whatever you want. But that was my biggest problem was everyone I knew was like, you got to watch Machete Order. So much that I fucking made a really long blog post about it, about Mm -hmm. how much I fucking hate it because of the fact that people who are new to the universe are not getting the experience that they should be getting because four, five, and six should be watched together, not in a flashback form. So Yeah, Machete Order is perfect for somebody that grew up with it or someone that has seen them already in in perfect order. Like. Machete Order is, like, you should never introduce somebody to Star Wars with Machete Order. Just, I mean, I, I introduced uh, one of my exes to it in numerical order one time mm-hmm. just because I wanted to see if she'd be surprised when Palpatine was revealed to be the Sith Lord, mm-hmm. and she was. Yeah. It's cool, Which I was though. shocked about. I've seen it in, in, in episode order, and it's not, it's cool. I like watching it that way. It, it just depends. It, you're, on that, you're in that mood, you're in that mood. It's just kind of, it's interesting to see how things progress. Of course, then you're like, hmm, let's watch the Clone Wars series now because uh, it yeah. never ends. <laughs> Re- oh, Rebels, like, re- just stab my heart out, Rebels. Like, it, that, that show just hits me where I live. It's, it's, see, I've only seen, like, six episodes, and I like them. I didn't, I, I didn't really get into it as I should have, as I, I want to. I know that episode two or three had fucking Paul Rubens playing Captain Rex, and it made me come because I fucking worked yeah. on Star Tours. And I was oh like, my oh my fucking God, it's fucking Paul Rubens playing Captain Rex. So I was so into it, but I just, time, man. I work so much, and I do all this mm-hmm. shit, and I, I just never got to. Is it really that good? Should I go back and watch them? 
season two, like, yeah, like season one takes a little bit to like really heat up to get like dramatic. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, season one, like you get this moment where like Tark, where Tarkin shows up, Grandma Tarkin shows up mm-hmm. and within like an episode, everyone's fucked. Like, I love that. But the best thing is the big bad of season two is Vader voiced by James Earl Jones. Really? I didn't even know that. Why didn't nobody fucking post that on my goddamn wall? That the, is amazing. The, the, yeah, the, the season culminates in Vader and Ahsoka. Oh, we got Ahsoka. I was, I was hoping they would fucking kill this bitch off eventually because no, I hated she, her. In, in the, fucking in the beginning, movie. I hated her, but she grew on me. Yeah, I, I, she always annoyed me. I was never a fan of Ahsoka. I, I like what, um, what's her name again? She played Muffy. What the fuck uh, is that fuck, bitch's name? I her, her, oh, the, the, yeah, her universe I, person. Yeah, I forgot her. Ashley Eckstein. Thank oh, you, yeah, Ashley Eckstein. Ex- Ashley Eckstein, I love what she's doing. I love the whole thing, but I just can't stand the character. Yeah. <laughs> just per- personal thing. So I was like, Let's just fucking kill her, because we know she has to die at some point or become somebody who, like, we'll be like, oh my God, she's fucking, uh, I don't know, Admiral Akbar? <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it's, it's- you know, so okay, I will watch it. As, I an, will. as an adult, she it's a much more it's a much different kind of character. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very, very mature, and the dichotomy between her and Vader is heartbreaking because they would bring back like the guy that played that voiced him in Clone Wars, that voiced Anakin, and like you like she'd hear his voice in her head being like, "Ahsoka, why did you leave?" And like, like there were just moments between the two of them where like. I mean, it was literally heart-wrenching just to see this relationship that you watched on Clone Wars and, and you're seeing the master-student relationship from, you know, we're used to seeing, like, Anakin is the, is the student who is, you know, fiercely against his master, which is Obi-Wan, and now we're seeing the opposite end where the student feels betrayed because the master turned to the dark side and it was, it, like, it just, it defined emotion. And it, so, did you not hear who the main villain for for season three is? Then no, let's let's keep that a secret from me because I, I will watch it and want to be surprised, dude. Like okay. <laughs> you, you will. I I, I can't. I oh, I wish I could just fucking tell you. It was it, like it's. I just want to hear what your reaction will be when you hear uh, it. fucking just it, tell it, me. Whatever. What is it? Grand Admiral Thrawn. They fucking brought Thrawn in. They did. Oh shit! See, Simone, Thra- the Thrawn trilogy was. I forget. I'll tell you later. <laughs> uh, well, see, that actually is something that I'm, I'm very interested in. Because if they're bringing Thrawn in, they apparently uh, dispelled the entire expanded universe. It annoyed me to no end. Because I've read right, almost every one of those books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're kind of restructuring it. Like, they're picking, like, little bits and pieces. They've hinted that, like, Darth Revan is still canon and stuff like that. Like, right. they're, they're kind of, like, picking and choosing. And Darth Bane is definitely still canon. Oh, yes. But Bane is great. But, but fucking, okay. Rogue One is coming out. Isn't that Bria Theron? Isn't that fucking Han Solo's girl from the Han Solo trilogy? Um, I don't think so. It, it's the same fucking character. She, she's yeah. the, the one who goes to, to fucking get the plans with the Red Hand group. That's her. That's Bria fucking Theron. But it's a different it, name. She's, it's she's been so else. long since I've read those books, I don't even remember. <laughs> that See, that... I don't know why, but at some point when I was reading it, it struck a chord with me. The whole story of, uh, of Han Solo living on the slave planet and trying to s- save this girl. and just She becomes the rebel. She works with Leia and the rebels and then fucking goes off to fucking, you know, get the plans, which then puts episode four in motion. And that's what this is about. So for me, to me, even though her name is different, it's Bria Farron. And I'm like, right. why not just use the actual character's name 
You know what? Because you had to fucking kill Cannon, so now you have to use someone else's name. Or maybe she has a different character trait. Or maybe she's just not going to date Han Solo, and that's why. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's just... I, I, just to use the fucking name, because I know it's based on her. I fucking know it is. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just like... You know, it felt like there were... You know, um, Kylo Ren was Jason Solo. Yes. Like, you know, but they're just not using it. It's because, I, and listen, from, uh, from a fanboy perspective, yeah, I rage about it too. From a business perspective, I get it. Because you cannot create a multi-billion dollar franchise on the backs of novels that maybe 2% of your audience has, has read. But can't they you know? just kill them as they go along? Like, can't they just say, all right, well, this isn't canon anymore, or retcon Yeah, it? but, I mean, that gets so confusing because then you have the question of, well, what is still canon? What's canon and what's not? They kind of yeah. have to build the canon from scratch because, like, it can't be like, well, Shadows of the Empire happened, but, you know, the Darth <laughs> Bane trilogy, that, that's iffy, and the Thrawn, you know, and, and, you know, Shadows of the, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can't, I feel like if you pick and choose, people get confused. Right. I mean, here's the thing. You're an intelligent person. You, you would get it. But the majority of Americans and people in the, in just humans in general, are fucking morons. And Believe they'd me, never... That's what the show's about. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They'd never be able to wrap their heads around it. Uh, well, what about the Old Republic? They've already said it's not canon, but it's still going on right now. I know. The, the game series. It makes no sense. Yeah. And it takes place before fucking anything happens. So who cares? Just fucking and do it. Like I said, they, they've been hinting that Darth Revan is canon for a while on Rebels. Like, right. and I know it's coming. Like, like they're talking about Malachor. Like, they're talking about all like these expanded universe concepts on yeah. Rebels. And you're just kind of like, well, if you're going to pull the trigger, pull the trigger. Yeah. Well, I know they, they started to do that in, um, in Clone Wars, too, with Luminara and like a lot of other characters. They, they kind of just throw in there and pepper in. And I liked when they did that. Uh, but that was still before, that was still during the transition, before they had mentioned that it wasn't canon anymore. But yeah, and like, you know, cool they brought it, they, they had Darth Bane on Clone Wars, voiced by Mark Hamill. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just me. I don't like the fact that they just said, everything you've read is gone. It's garbage. It's legends. You know, but yeah. I, at least bring, like, for instance, they're doing this Thrawn trilogy. Now say the Thrawn trilogy books are canon. You know what I mean? It's just, right. instead of doing what, what I first said, is just kick him out as it goes on, do the opposite then. When you decide, okay, this really is canon, bring the books back. Say, we're part of the canon now. That's not confusing. Because they could just or, say, oh, well, it's, it's an addition. I mean, because your movies are taking place post-Return of the Jedi, maybe decanonize everything post-Jedi. Right. Like, maybe the new Jedi Order didn't happen. The Yuuzhan Vong War didn't happen. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Shadows of the Empire... I, and I, I still maintain Shadows of the Empire is still canon. It should be. Because, because it was Lucas, Lucas approved. It had a soundtrack. It had a video game. Like, no, bullshit. Shadows of the Empire still counts. Shut right. the fuck up. <laughs> like, but, yeah, yeah, like, things like Bane, like, things that you're never going to touch again. Like, things going back so far, thousands of years, that should all still kind of be, like, the, like that's, that's the reward for being the guy that after the, the first three movies were done, you read all the fucking books. Yeah. That was your reward for your for your loyalty. Was that like, oh, you you want to know what happened to Han, Luke, and Leia after Return of the Jedi? I'll fucking tell you. Chewie fucking died. Like <laughs> he got crushed by a moon. Fuck that. He dropped shit. a fucking moon on him. What is Fuck that? You, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That maybe was was a little silly, but you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I 
I'm listen. I didn't care at the time because after the <laughs> I didn't like Chewbacca after the original trilogy, but he actually earned my love in Episode Seven. Yeah, and that's what, what I want to talk about last. That's kind of what I want to end on here is, okay. is Episode Seven. And Simone could join in this conversation because she's seen it. <laughs> Although she has Yay. seen the prequels. Before yeah. I get to yeah, Simone cried during Episode One and Episode Two. Do you nice. want to talk about that? Because I laughed my ass off when what? you did. No, I get really emotional. Like, I just cry too much. Well, tell the audience and Kevin. Oh, well, episode Explain. two. Like, is, I mean, Start with one. You one, cried at one. one first. Like, why did I cry because of one? I forgot. It's been so... It's you been cried forever. because he left his mom. Oh, that was so fucking sad. He was, like, so fucking cute. He was, like, a little boy, and my baby sister was around the same age as him. So then, you know, I was just really upset because I'm... Except he, was, he wasn't cute at all. He was a little turd. Yeah. He well, he's an like, he became an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he get arrested recently or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah oh, he did. Oh, God, yeah. But I don't know. I thought that he was cute, like, as a little boy. I thought. And so you were so sad when they, when, when they ripped him away from his mom who claimed that he's Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> that I, was a little fucking weird. The midi-chlorians birthed him. Uh, I'm not saying yeah, I like that. Yeah, I did not yeah, like your, that. Your, your beloved fucking prequels with their midi-chlorians. Well, uh, I didn't have much of a problem with midi-chlorians in general as much as I did about that. I hate when they're like, now we're going to retell the Jesus story again. They mm. do it in so many fucking movies and TV shows. I can't stand uh, it. But Yeah, it's, so it's called Anakin, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> so Anakin's fucking Jesus and then not fucking Jesus. So. <laughs> I would like to that, see that, that movie be a different where Anakin movie. fucks Jesus. Yes, so that you, can, you can write that movie. And, and, yeah. and you cried in episode two as well. Yes, I did cry in episode two. When? when, when with his mom again. Because I, I'm, I'm, I'm strange and weird, and I cried at that. I didn't cry at three, though. Three did not. Which like, was the only one you should have cried I at. I know, I'm strange. Seriously. I did not cry at three. I think it's because, like, I was just not, like, a fond, I was just not fond of Natalie Portman, so I was like, ugh. Simone, Simone, you cried at hackneyed dialogue between a, between a little child who didn't even know what acting uh, was. That's true, and his, I did. And, and his mother, but you didn't cry when he hacked up babies? Yeah, I should have cried at that. That would have made more sense, right? That's... I think I think we were all just speechless. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, fuck. Did he kill those kids? Motherfucker. That's fucked up. They also didn't show it, which I no. think they should have. No, I'm kidding. Ro- Robot, Robot Chicken did oh. the most amazing spoof of it, where he's just like, Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? And he's like, uh... Um, okay, you can do this, Anakin. Just, all right, everyone, uh, close your eyes, and uh, you'll get a surprise. And the one kid's like, can my surprise just be a hug? Oh. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh, I love Robot Chicken. The whole, that whole uh, Star Wars uh, fucking series was great. So you cry at episodes one and two, but not three. That's not three. So she I does know. cry at almost everything. She cried at Peach Dragon. I did. Not only cried... Balled her fucking eyes out at Peach Dragon, so, so you, but didn't even like are, the movie. <laughs> no, I, so wait, so I, I enjoyed the movie, but I was you're like the Earth Three version of Kate Smith. <laughs> you're, you're, you're Bizarro, work Kate I'm, Smith. Oh, I'm Bizarro, Kate. Yeah, yeah, because she doesn't cry at anything, so I'm the one who cries at everything. She cries at everything. I don't know why she didn't cry at episode fucking three. I don't know, but why. she she'll cry. Out of nowhere. What, what, you cried at some TV show recently, too. Did I? I probably did. I just don't remember. what. I've been doing this since I was a kid. I mean, this has just been a thing because my mom, she always loves crying at things. So I was like, oh, I like crying, too, because it's fun. It's very therapeutic. Every Disney movie, every Pixar movie. Except for Brave. Except for I, I, I cried at Cars. I didn't cry at Cars, too. What? I did not. I cried at Cars. I couldn't believe it. I was like, why the fuck am I crying at Cars? Like, I don't know why. 
But I didn't cry at Cars 2 because it was just like the pee jokes and like, ah, I, I can't deal with bathroom humor. <laughs> did you cry during um, Home on the Range? <laughs> I did not cry during Home on the Range. Yeah, I, they're real. Oh, God, it was so bad. You, clear, you clearly didn't see the subtext of Home on the Range. <laughs> I should watch it again just so then I get a... H- Home on know, the Range off. is definitely the worst movie the Disney company has put out. Oh. Pixar, Disney, live action combined. Mm. So fucking bad. It is awful. Anyway, um, episode seven. So we already, I, I, I know I loved it. We talked about that. We know you loved it because you came everywhere. You came all over the place. Yeah. Simone, I yep. know, loved it because she was there. Um, so what was so, I know, you, but you said it's, it's kind of the safest thing they can do. So first, yeah. what was so good about it then? If it's the safest thing they can do, why did we love it so much? Because here's the thing. They, they introduced you to three new characters. They introduced you to Ray, or four new characters, Ray, Poe, Finn, and Kylo Ren. Here's the thing about them. They were charming. They were likable. They, and they were complex. And they were interesting. And to the point where, like, Han, Le- Han and Leia and Luke and Chewie don't have to carry this movie because these three kids carry this movie. And, like, they, they, they made them Star Wars icons instantly in a way that, like, Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman never were. Um, Ray, I feel like Ray is such an amazing character, and I have my theory. Like, who, what's your theory about who her, who her parents are? <sighs> well, throughout the movie, I was like, she's probably related to fucking Han Solo. But then I was like, if that's the case, why did he? Know, why doesn't he say anything, or why wouldn't he say anything to his wife about it? So then I was like, oh, the obvious, the, the obvious would be that she would be Luke's daughter. But that's is that too obvious? I think it seems it's, too, I, obvious. Here's, it's too obvious. Here's my theory: is she is not a solo. She is not a Skywalker. She is a Kenobi. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, I've I've read that. But Obi Wan in the in the book had a girl, but in the hmm. in the canon has not. In Clone Wars, he did. No, in Clone Wars, he did. Oh, is it is the same story as in uh as in the books? In Clone Wars, he was with Duchess Satine, okay. um, yeah, right. who Darth Maul, who Darth Maul ends up killing. Um, which I'm like, if, if they, if there was somehow a kid and she's like a girl, I think she's like Obi-Wan's granddaughter or something like that, or maybe even some distant relation. I just think there's Kenobi blood in there. And that's why they had to hide her because when Snoke is making his play, the last thing they want to deal with is, is a Kenobi because in, in like in, in Clone Wars and expanded stuff that they've done, Obi-Wan kind of became the ultimate good guy, like the ultimate Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like Skywalker's turn to the dark side. It's what they do. Right. <laughs> um, but a Kenobi is unshakable, and it, it just it left. It, that was the other thing. It left so many open threads. We got and we got introduced to characters like Maz, who I was just like, oh my god, I don't need like I'm with you for like ten minutes, but I'm like in love with you already. Like, like <laughs> I agree, and, and just little things also that just kind of like like what the hell is a Kanja Club? Like things like that. Like thing, like Han Solo dealing with these like new agey kind of characters, and they use Han Solo in a way. That it, it was like, it, it, I, you know, I, I hearken everything back to wrestling because it was the world that I came from. It's like you bring the old timer out of retirement to put over the new guy in his last match. And that's exactly what they did. And they gave you an antagonist in Kylo Ren, which is something we've never seen before. Because we've always had a good, a, a good Jedi who feels the pull of the dark but wants to be good. Like Anakin and you know, he becomes Vader. And he's, now we have a Jedi or a Sith who wants to be dark, but feels a pull to the light. And 
just the turning that on its head the way they did and the way he used the force and the way he spoke behind the mask and just the way he interacted with people. People were like, oh, he was a whiny crybaby the way he smacked. I'm like, no, that's awesome. Like, Vader, cool. Vader just chokes you and just stares at you until you feel really uncomfortable. This guy fucking takes his lightsaber out and beats the shit out of stuff because he's pissed <laughs> off. Like, well, that's, and, that's one thing about Kylo Ren that I thought that makes him scarier than Vader. Not a better mm-hmm. villain than Vader, but scarier, is that he's a whiny-ass millennial. He is an emo motherfucker who will fucking just go off the bat for no fucking reason. And that makes yeah. him scarier. It makes him scarier by all fucking parts of imagination. Now, doesn't make him a better villain necessarily, mm-hmm. but he definitely, I'd be more frightened of him than I would be a Vader any day because he'll just fucking kill to kill. He has no he, fucking yeah. reason. So. He, he was also written much better because... Because yeah. it wasn't Lucas. An, well, yeah. <laughs> and Anakin, Anakin was always entirely good or entirely bad. Kylo Ren is torn emotionally. There, there's part of him that wants to do good, but there's most of him that wants to be bad. And he idolizes his grandfather. And it's, it's such a tragic character. And I love it. And you want to know something that they did with, with him where, like, I was just like, oh, you know what? That makes fucking sense. When he's fighting Ray, and every time the red lightsaber meets the blue, it sparks purple. I was like, that's such a, sil- a silly little thing. Thank you, JJ, for that. <laughs> I never knew I wanted that. But the way he uses... <laughs> it should make... It should change the color palette. <laughs> the, the way he uses the force, like he freezes people with it, he stops a bla- fucking blaster bolt. Like, no one's ever done shit like that before. Yeah. Like, yeah, did- and... and there's a lot of people that are like, oh, he would a pussy. He got, he got beat up by a, by a stormtrooper and an untrained girl. All right. They spend the whole movie putting over Chewie's bowcaster, and you watch this thing <laughs> throw stormtroopers across a battlefield. This kid gets shot with it in the fucking dick, okay? <laughs> he gets shot directly in the dick with this thing. All he does is take a step backwards and still fights two motherfuckers and almost wins. <laughs> so so you've, you think che- Chewie has been redeemed? No, Chewie, uh, Chewie, Chewie makes Han Solo's death scene. Yes, the the spoilers. Um, it's but been Han, out long enough. Yeah, <laughs> Han Solo. You know, like, and when he yelled out "Ben" and he walked into the center, oh. I was like, oh. I was like, "Fuck, it's gonna happen." The whole theater was quiet. I saw the movie yep. in the theaters four times, and every fucking time, the, even like later on when everyone knew it was gonna happen, the whole theater silent. The second. Ben! Anyone stopped whistling? Whistling. Yeah. whistling. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was whispering. Nobody was eating popcorn. It was Nobody was coming. Nobody was coming. coming. We stopped coming at that moment. Yeah. It yeah. is such a fucking emotional moment. Just that one word. Fucking, fucking Harrison Ford is a god among men. Oh. <laughs> and you know what? Harrison Ford has been phoning it in with roles for decades now. Yeah. But he turned and he it hated back Star on. Wars. Yeah. He hated Star Wars. That's, oh, I mean, yeah. And I, I and I knew I knew Han was going down in this movie. Yeah. I really I, I suspected it. I mean, he always Harrison Ford wanted Han to die in Return of the Jedi, but George wouldn't let it happen because right. um, I think he just never wanted to do this again. <laughs> but yeah. they gave him the send off that he needed. Like it was such a moment when when he gets gutted and and the greatest the greatest moment Harrison Ford has ever portrayed on film when he gets run through with that lightsaber and he registers surprise for a second and then looks his son in the eye and brings up his hand to brush his fingers against his face as if to say, I forgive you yeah. as he oh. falls back off that bridge. Like, I mean, if that doesn't hit you right in the fucking soul, then, you ha- then you're Kate Smith and you have no soul. <laughs> like, 
yes. things were getting too real. I had to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was with you. I was I was yeah. reliving the moment at, the, at that time. Wow. It's it's Simone. Yeah. Did that moment make you cry? Pretty sure did. Like I think I was in shock, and yeah. then I cried later. But I was in shock because I was like, I mean, I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen. But I didn't want to believe it was going to happen. So when it did happen, I was like, fuck! <laughs> people, people screamed uh, in my theater. People literally screamed. Yeah, I, I, I think did we got anybody? mostly gasps in our Yeah, theater. I think I gasped. I was just... <gasps> yeah. And we're just yeah. talking about opening night because yeah. I saw it a, a few times. I don't, I don't really remember everyone's... But like that, the first time, it was just gasp. No, yeah. no talking. No like, you see that shit? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everybody just, was yep. also like yes. at the edge of their seats like it during was, that. It was just like, oh my yeah. god, what's gonna happen? Oh my god, what's gonna happen? And then oh. and then Chewie gives this just roar oh. of just anguish. Yeah. And oh. you you feel it. You feel the pain in Chewie. And then he just starts capping stormtroopers left and right in a way that he always should have done in the original trilogy. Like he he finally was the badass that he always should have been. And then just shoots the kid right in the dick. <laughs> He doesn't care if it's a fucking PG-rated movie or whatever. He's going to fucking shoot him in a dick. Look where he gets shot. He gets shot in the dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I didn't cry when, when Han Solo died. I, I didn't because, again, I was in shock. But when I did, and I did cry in that movie, was the close to the end when he's in the fucking, when he sits down fucking and, and has Ray sit in fucking Han's seat. That was it for me. Because that's yep. all I could think of was yeah. fucking, he used, he's like, well, he's like, we're going to fucking avenge his death right now. He's, he's trying to get over it. It's a moment that just, I, I fucking tears had to come out. Fucking, mm-hmm. I was dying during that point. That was my, that was my breaking point. They make one fatal mistake with dealing with the aftermath of Han's death. And that is when they come out of the ship, when they get back down to the rebel base, I know what you're Leia say. hugs Ray and yeah. not Chewie. Not Chewie, like, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's just yet another Princess Leia Chewbacca snub. Like, <laughs> he gets no fucking medal. It's no medal, and then he gets no hug after his best friend. Like, there should have been a moment between the two of them, not not her and this girl that she doesn't fucking know. Like, Unless there should have been a moment mom. between. Yeah. There should have been a moment with Chewie and Leia where it resonated that like this man that we both love is dead. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Leia's, Leia had that Yoda moment when it happened, and she like braces herself on the thing, like yeah, you know, like, I'm like good, two, yeah, and good for Carrie Fisher being able to turn off the crazy for two hours. <laughs> like, oh man, when I, when I was working at Star Tours, they were doing Star Wars weekends, and she, they had her there to you know to fucking speak during it, which was great because Carrie Fisher is fucking right there, standing in front of me, and she was going off for about five minutes about incest, and. <clears throat> All the cast members were speechless. We were just like, oh, what the fuck? Did she just say what she... Yeah. She's going off about how her and her brother and this and that. I guess she was trying to be funny, but not realizing we're in Disney World. <laughs> so it was kind of a moment that I got to share with Carrie Fisher where she talked be, about incest. To be fair, <laughs> Carrie Fisher didn't know that she was in Disney World. <laughs> yeah. The best line that she gave, uh, one of the roasts that she was on, one of the Comedy Central roasts, she was talking about, she's like, Pat Oswalt came up to me today because he's a fan of Star Wars, and apparently I was in those movies. <laughs> like, she was just joking about being just this used-up, druggy bitch. Like, I, I, I loved every second of it. Um, I, and I even thought that they used Luke perfectly. Well, yeah. yeah. He wasn't in it. <laughs> yeah. the, the only thing I, I didn't like in terms of all this was the fucking R2-D2... That the thing that what they did with him with oh now he's coming back to life at the at the right yeah. exact moment, it, it was that I didn't like at all in the mm-hmm. least. It's like 
come on. It was just such an obvious thing. And, you know, and that's what we talk about being safe, you know? It's like, yeah. They, they did that because it's what, what, is that what the fans wanted? I didn't. I, I wanted fucking, I wanted R2D2 to be there the whole time. I liked that. I, I wanted him to fucking yeah. have problems with, uh, what's his name? BB 8. BB 8, yeah. <laughs> I'm the cute hey, he, one. Yeah. Here's the thing at the end of the day, this was a movie in which a, a, a droid that speaks in beeps had plans in his head that the evil empire needed, that had to get to the rebellion, that they took off from the Millennium Falcon from a desert planet. Um, fought a bunch of TIE fighters in the, in, in the thing, gave it back, and then assaulted a Death Star, and the old man died. Like, it, it was episode four, but right. it, that's okay, because but, I like episode four. But it was episode four with episode five mixed into it. There was, yes. uh, there was more to it. it was, episode four is kind of a shell of the story that it would eventually become. Mm-hmm. And when you combine that with a little bit of that Empire mentality, that's what Episode 7 was. Because I felt for these characters, where I didn't really feel for anybody in Episode 4 at all. I was like, that's a great movie. But I didn't have any emotional attachment. And just, but I will. And the seeds that this movie planted. like you Remember, remember in, in Empire Strikes Back when you saw the Emperor for the first time? And you were like, whoa, what the fuck, what, who, who the fuck is with this guy? Like, you got <laughs> yeah. that feeling with, with Snoke. Snoke, yeah. <laughs> and even Hux, even like like Hux being all like Hitler, like like I'm like fucking space Hitler here, like holy shit, like when he's giving that speech, like he's totally like giving like a Hitler speech, and you're just like, oh, this guy's fucking for real, like you thought he was just gonna be like some Admiral Nina guy, but like this he guy was, is like gonna yeah. be something they have to deal with, because like they put him over huge, like just because people don't have the force, they're putting over non-force users in much better ways in, in this movie, right? Yeah, I, I agree, and and I do. I I mean, I want to see what happens with what are they called now? They're not the Empire anymore. The first I still order. call them the, yeah. I, I I still call them the fucking Empire because they are the fucking Empire unless they start it really changing Empire. it. Um, I want to see what what these characters are, but it all comes from the expanded universe. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Fucking Finn, Finn being a main character, he's a stormtrooper. I mean, fucking what's it called? Giving actual. Care to the people. I mean, they even make the whole Kevin Smith joke with uh, when he's doing yeah, sanitation. Oh yeah. yeah, and and that all came from a lot of the expanded universe with uh, the Millennium Falcon. They had a book. Oh, not the. I'm sorry, not the Millennium Falcon. They had a Death Star book, and it talks about all the fucking people who worked on the Death Star mm-hmm. during the time before it gets blown up. It's a great story, and yeah. and I like that it kind of is an influence because now we get to see the inner workings of the Empire. Not they're not just. We're the bad guys. It, they themselves have emotion. Same as Kylo Ren. He's not just, I'm the big bad murderer. He has fucking emotion. And that's why you love that character. That's why episode seven is really going in a perfect direction. And hopefully when we get to eight and nine, we're going to start, we're going to stop reusing stuff and start creating new stories with these emotions. And I think, I think they will. I mean, like Vader in, in episodes four and most of five, Vader is is an awesome villain, but he's he's one dimensional. He's just evil. He's an evil guy in a black suit. It's not until the end of Empire that you realize that he is a conflicted character with a past and with with a, with a tragic backstory. And that's what that now we watch. We see Vader from the second he walks onto the Tanty Four in Episode Four. Okay, now we see him as like the conflicted, torn, three dimensional character that we now know him to be. But like with Kylo, we're getting that from Jump Street. Like we are getting that right away. We understand that this is just, this is not even like, not even a kid who was seduced by the dark side. A kid who just made a fucking shitty choice that he probably regrets. 
And we've all been there. We've all been that kid that's made a shitty fucking choice. I mean, some choices are shittier than others, but, you know, it's... I don't necessarily see regret there. I don't really see him trying that hard. I I feel like he's more floating towards the the dark rather than... He he wants the dark. Yeah. He has has a whole speech where he's talking to Vader's helmet, and he says... I, he basically says, I want the dark, but I feel the pull to the light. And killing right. Han Solo is the last thing he has to do to be fully into the dark. Right. And he, he even says to him, he's like, there's something I have to do, but I don't think I'm strong enough to do it. Right. Well, he says help his father. Me. But the, the thing is, I don't, you don't see it. You hear him talk about it, but I don't see the pull to the light, if that makes I get, sense. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. Like, I, I it's, get it's that. like, it's definitely mentioned, but I, feel, I don't see him, like, at all. I don't see any good in this kid. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen in, epi- in, in episodes eight and nine. I don't. And I'm, I, I think, like that. Yeah. We need some flashbacks. We need to spend more time with him, I think. Yeah. Bring him into some of the cartoons. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it'll be like a little kid version. <laughs> that would be cute. And I'll cry at that. And then, and then it'll be a fucking other prequel. <laughs> yep. Nine-year-old Kylo Ren. <laughs> Nine-year-old Kylo Ren leaves his mother and Simone cries. <laughs> yes, and I'll cry. Yeah. Where do we think it's going next? Simone. I, I have, like, no idea. There's so many conspiracy theories, and I, like, was reading all these, and I, I don't know. I just kind of want to be surprised. Does, does Kylo Ren turn to the light, oh, or do we I, just kill the fucker? I don't know. I think that we should just kill the fucker. All right. Like, <laughs> but then they'll end the, the Skywalker bloodline unless Rey is actually a Skywalker. Maybe we should kill the Skywalker bloodline. You think Maybe so? Oh, yeah, they're too whiny. Ma- yeah, they're too whiny. <laughs> yeah, get rid of the whiny bastards. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? I personally think we're going to see, I think we're going to flesh out Snoke's backstory a lot more. We're going to get to know him as kind of the big bad. I think that this series is just as much Kylo Ren's story as it is Rey's story. Mm-hmm. And I think that their journeys are going to mirror one another. One on the dark, one on the light. I think that eventually it's going to be a redemption story, which I'm always a sucker for. Um, but, I, but I think that where it's going now is if I'm correct and she is a Kenobi, where we've always gotten a Kenobi training a Skywalker, this next movie is going to be a Skywalker training a Kenobi. Right. And that's going to be the awesome, you know, switcheroo that they're going to pull on us. Um, I, like I said, I think that in this next film, Snoke needs to take over the mantle of the big bad. Right. And we need to, Snoke needs to, Snoke needs to be such a badass, like, like mofo in this next one that we all have to be waiting for the moment that we want to see Kylo Ren turn and punch him in the mouth. You know, like that's, <laughs> that's got to be what we all need, want, want to see by the end of episode eight. But do we see Leia actually doing anything? Nope. She's, she's great as a rebel leader, yeah. but do we see her doing anything? Will she ever have any sort of force capabilities? Absolutely not. They don't want anything to do with Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I, she, she is going to be in alive. it as much as she needs to be in it, and, and not a second more. Well, Carrie Fisher's daughter's in it, too. Yeah, she didn't have any lines, though. She had, I think she had a did line. She, oh, did she have a line? She, she had some little bit part, like Fatty Fat Greg Grunberg. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah and, and Miles from, uh, from Lost was in it for yeah. two seconds as well. And Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper. Yes, yeah, right. and Kevin Smith was a stormtrooper. So. Was he really? Yeah. If you look at the end credits, he, he did one of the additional uh, voices, and then he talked about it on one of his podcasts that he was a stormtrooper, so... 
Yeah, I know I know uh, an actress who got to be one of the voices, which was pretty freaking cool. That is cool. Oh, man. See, J.J. Abrams has a thing, and you know what I wish happened in Episode 7? I wish that Poe Dameron would have died when he was supposed to. Um, not that... You know, I think we've already had a Han Solo, and he's... Well, Han Solo, he's clearly the Han Solo. We don't, mm, yeah. I, I think he's... I think Rey fits that much better. She's a, a Han Solo. She's a Han Solo. She's a Solo. She's a Skywalker. She's got the same personality as both. And I like that about her, is that she's not just one or the other. I think, um, I think you, you, need, you need the trio. You need, I, think he, I think we need to spend more time with Poe Dameron. Right. I feel like we didn't get to know him well enough, and, I, and I'm hoping that that will be rectified in this next movie. But, like, I think Oscar Isaac was charming as all hell. Like, I he thought was I good. Was a, a very likable character. I agree. Um, I just didn't, I think the character's been done so far. Again, what they would do with him in the next episode is, could completely change my opinion on that. So, but yeah, you're right. We haven't seen much of, uh, of him. I mean, he died and then randomly came back and we didn't see him anymore. So, yeah. you know. Um, now there's going to be a Han Solo movie coming out. That's Yeah, be... yeah. I saw the kid that got cast as, to play young Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, I assume they're not going to do the story that I want them to do. But, of course not. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll take anything Star Wars. I went to see the new Star Trek movie, which was mediocre at best. Um, and I, the first trailer for Rogue One, was, was they were playing it, but I couldn't pay attention to it, unfortunately, because a group of like 70 kids walked in because people can't uh, walk into a movie on fucking time ever. <laughs> not only that, but they need to be talking kid. the entire time they're on the way. Like, uh. like... Fuck you. Just because it's a trailer does not give you permission to talk. Like, I want to watch these trailers. Especially when it's the trailer. I've it's, seen it, the fucking Secret Life of Pets or whatever the fuck. I've seen them a million times. But that trailer, I, want, I wanted to watch. Luckily, it was online, so I went home and watched it. And, uh, I, I, oh, my God. I was, sitting in, I was sitting in a theater waiting for Civil War, mm-hmm. and there were four people right in front of me that were literally saving three full rows of seats. Holy fuck. What? That's why and, I like these oh, reserved seats. Fuck. Uh, like I was seriously so close to being like, like the, by the, the 18th person that she told these seats are saved and like to their credit, nobody called, nobody called her out on the bullshit. Yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that I really fucking wanted to see that movie and didn't want an incident, I would have just been like a stretcherol, which is Italian for fucking rag. Uh, Like, like fuck, like just fuck yourself off because like you cannot do that. It's like how, like, you can save one seat per person that's there. That's right. movie theater etiquette. Yeah. One Fair seat. enough. I, I, I can see saving, saving one seat on either side if both of the people want to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Just one seat on either side. If, that, if, that the person okay is al- if the person is already there, hell yeah, save their seat. I'm yeah. talking like, oh, you, you are mean, there, right. you have your, th- your four friends are not there yet, but you're saving five seats. You yeah, save the seat you. for your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, that's yeah. it. <laughs> I get that. That's true. But yeah, I mean, I think that there's nothing but good coming for Star Wars. I, I think that, you know, they're, they're, we're definitely going to see Onward and Upward from here. And, I, and the best thing that could have happened is that J.J. only did one movie and then left. Yeah. Because we saw with Star Trek what happens when he gets a second movie. Yes. <laughs> I, look, I fucking love J.J. Abrams. I love Lost. I love Alias. Um, I, I didn't like Cloverfield, but I've loved all of his movies. I like Super 8. I thought, I thought all his movies, everything that he's been doing is good. But he's not very good at endings. So, yeah. Once, now, I, I do agree. Like, th- this movie ended great. Go away, because I know you won't be able to do that again. 
J.J. Abrams and Joss Whedon have something in common. Like, J.J. <laughs> Abrams is great when he's J.J. Abrams. Right. He sucks when he's J.J. Abrams. <laughs> you know, exactly. like, like Joss Whedon can give us the Avengers, but Joss Whedon can also give us Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, but he can also give us Firefly, and that was awesome. Yes, but then he can also give us Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> it's true. It is true. I um I have not seen Agents of Shield because I've heard mixed reviews. I want to watch it. I'm not a huge Marvel fan, honestly. I'm I heard that I heard that it got man. better, so I'll yeah. probably watch. Yeah. But like, there's a difference between Joss Whedon and Joss Whedon. Right. It's the same with J.J. Abrams and J.J. Like it's you know like J.J. Abrams made Star Trek. J.J. Abrams made Star Trek Into Darkness. Yes. And Star Trek Beyond was I don't know who it was I I, I saw who fucking did it, but I, I don't know who he is. It's, I, you it, know what? It stuck. I, I thought it was fun. I had, a, I had a good time with it. I didn't need it to move mountains. It seemed like an episode. Like, it didn't need to be in a, a movie. Actually, like, that, I like kind of dug, dug that it felt like an episode of the original series. It felt like a big episode of the original series, which I yeah. kind of right. I, I, I guess be, I felt I should be watching it on a small screen. I watched it in 3D IMAX, which is the way I... Look, if, if I'm going to watch a movie in the theater, I'm going to go all out. So I watched it in 3D IMAX, and I was like, well, I mean, it was cool. They had some good effects, but... I don't know. I, I I didn't love it at all. I thought I I thought that uh for a movie written by Simon Pegg, I didn't see a lot yeah. of funny. Oh, <laughs> he was hey. trying to like establish himself as like a serious uh, yeah screenwriter, I yeah. guess. No, there was he there was comedy. He got it all. Yeah, yeah he, he did. He gave oh, himself of course. all the humor. Well, of course, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'm a I'm a writer now. He was hysterical in that movie because he, he wrote it for himself. Mm, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, this is not the Star Trek show, but no. I do all, only see good things coming for Star Wars as well. I'm very excited to see what comes next, and I'm fucking even more excited about fucking Star Wars Land. The last thing I want to ask you before we go, sure. when do you th- believe Star Wars Land will be open, in your opinion? Um, I would say <sighs> liberally 2019, conservatively 2020. I was going to say 2020. Mm. Well, we we're on the same page there. What do you think, Simone? Yeah. Uh, sooner than Avatar Land? <laughs> Avatar Land, what is it, 15 years now? Oh, that's probably 30 years from now, and then people will be like, what the fuck is Avatar? Mm, people are already know. like, what the fuck is Avatar? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Avatar Land now, originally was supposed to open right after the second movie, now because James Cameron, James Cameron has, has had one job for the last like eight years, which is to make one fucking movie, oh. and he can't do it. <laughs> And so the movie got pushed back, and now it comes out like six months after Avatar Land opens. So they're they're putting out a a like eight, a nine year old property with no hype behind it. No, and you know what? With with Pandora, I guess it is with Pandora and and Magic Bands. I'm surprised we have any money to destroy Epcot. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway. All right. Well, I, I think that Star Wars Land should come out. If it comes out in 2019, I'd be happy. Mm. There's no way. Not with the record that no. they've been keeping now. But 2020, hopefully it'll be good. And then all the Star Wars movies will be out already. So yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> we, can at least, we can at least pull from every movie. And that'll be great. Yeah. Kevin, it was awesome having you on. But before you leave, before we leave, uh, please, you have a book. I'm starting to read it. And it's really good. Why don't you talk oh, a little you. bit about that? Yeah, uh, so like my dream since I was a little kid was to write a book, and I've started you know a new career as an author. Uh, my first book, Ross and Auntie, it is a um, it's a uh, fantasy action adventure steampunk uh, kind of book. It takes place in a medieval steampunk world. There's dragons, there's magic, there's you know large scale battle scenes. 
Uh, at the heart of it, it's a romance, which you'll find out as you continue to read. Um, and it's available. Cur- I just got signed to a publishing deal. So the version that's out right now is the version that I self-published. Uh, you know, just had edited like independently. My publisher is in the process of editing now. And we're going to be re-releasing the book in a couple of weeks. Uh, so the version that you have now is going to be coming down off the internet uh, probably within the next couple of weeks. But right now it's available on Amazon in both paperback and ebook form. We're calling it the Vintage Edition. That was not my call, my publisher's call. Uh, so the Vintage Edition is still available for a limited time. Uh, Rossinanti, R-O-S-I-N-A-N-T-I, or just look up Kevin J. Kessler on Amazon and you'll find it. Also available on Nook, uh, iBooks, things like that. So, yeah, thank you for letting me get that plug in. Of course, and I'll put the link in the show notes. So if anybody doesn't want to fucking get a pencil and paper right now to write it down, just head over to the show notes and click on that, and, and you'll, it'll take you right over there. That's what happens when you make up a word to be the title <laughs> of your book. <laughs> the fu- How do you spell it? Rewind, rewind, fuck. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's I, again, I'm only, I'm only through the first chapter, but it's, it's good. I, I'm telling you right now, if you guys like swords and sorcery, if you like action in a book, he tells it. Better than I was telling him this before we started recording. Uh, better than like most of these Star Wars EU books, because so, <laughs> some of them you're just like, oh my god. There's one that was written by like a military guy, um, and it is so specific and long-winded. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but it was so bad. Anyway, Kevin's book really I good. It. The descriptions amazing. Just check it out. You'll love it. Um, before we go, we always say a little goodbye, and of course, I have to fucking plug shit on my own. I don't know why we plug our own show, because at this point, people are listening to the show, so they must have found the show already, but I guess I have to do it anyway, so mouserants.gq, it's an easy way to find the show notes that I was just talking about two seconds ago. Of course, I said show notes, as if that's a word. I mean... You cunt. Thank you. Um, <laughs> show notes are right there. Um, you can also go to mouserants at gmail.com if you want to send us any hate mail. I know everybody loves to send us hate mail. We love receiving it. We'll read it on the show. You know how it is. And also, if you find any of those horrible Disboard posts or even worse fucking Facebook group posts, send them my way. We'll talk about it on the show. You know we always dedicate episodes to that. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, go to iTunes, review us, blah, blah, blah. You won't. We actually got a review recently. Oh, yeah, it said hilarious. And then they wrote, yup, that was it. Five All right. stars. All right, five stars. There you go. <laughs> That's us. Yep. Hilarious, yup, five stars. I'll give you a shout out, person who wrote it, next episode, because I don't have it in front of me right now. But you will get credit, believe me. Um, that's it. You have anything else to say today, Simone? Do I have anything to say? I don't know. Do you? I'm asking. Oh, you don't talk a lot, so Oh, apparently. yeah. I, like, I don't talk a lot. Yeah. I, I, I have a guest that. on. I'm scared of the guest. No, like, I just, I was coughing before this uh, All right. recorded. Do you, is there anything about Star Wars or anything you have to say before we say goodbye? I hope I cry in the next one. I, I'm looking forward to crying. You're looking forward to crying. Well, you can cry at Gotham. Because we'll be watching that. <laughs> She's still catching up to Gotham, yeah. but that's a whole other story. That's DC. Yeah, yeah I, so I have to catch up on Gotham too. I, 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 I dropped off in the first season. <laughs> I thought it was. I think it's great. I'm, I'm caught up. I'm ready to go. One month left until it uh, comes back. But anyway, Kevin. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I hope one day you come back, and hopefully Simone will actually have a conversation and not be scared of you. You weren't it's scared like, of Kate. No, oh, no, like, Kate, I don't know what she was talking about. What was she talking about now? I forgot. It's been forever. You can just pull it out. That's what she was talking That's about. That's what she was talking about. <laughs> there you go. Just a lot of this. Oh, that doesn't mm. get old. Mm. Mm. 
that, that, will, that will never get old. That's awesome. I love it. I'm going to just play my favorite one one more time. She's going to hate me. Every time she listens to the show, every time she fucking hears me play this, she gurs at me. <laughs> oh, I'm, I've been a recipient of the gur. We're both yes. going to get a gur after this episode. Oh, I'm sure we will. But I'm going to play this. Okay, that's the consistency I need for it to be thick and white. Which is my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> what does consistency have to do with the color? I, I don't know. <laughs> but thick and white is thick the consistency she likes. Yeah. So, uh -huh. you know, everybody should know that. Um, Kevin, do you have anything to say before we go? Any uh, quips or funny things? Yes. Uh, oh, you know, shit. be careful. Be careful in the water, folks. Dolphins, they will rape you. That's full circle. Shit, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Take that's us out, right. Simone. Later. Later, fuckers! So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all the So, this is fucking ridiculous. Just look at this. So Just strange. look at it. There used to be attractions here. You know, there used to be shows and interesting little things. And now it's two massage chairs and a photo booth. You know what it looks like? You know, like, in the mall where there's, like, kind of like an emptyish area, but it's where you get, like, it's, like, where the ATM shit is. Yes. And then there's a couple other little things. But it's a weird, empty space yes. that you're, like, why are they using it for this? Like, the random spot. Yeah, and then customer service is usually in that, like, area, but in the back. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's always empty. That's what this looks like. It looks like that empty spot <sighs> in the mall. So, Epcot is, like, a mall. The dirt mall. <laughs> Ugh, horrible. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, I wonder how I much mean, it is. It's probably more than maybe 10 bucks. probably 50 <laughs> for the massage chair. Oh, for the, uh, no, for the, uh, the photo booth. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just don't understand it. Ugh. This, this to me is such a fucking waste. It, I mean, I don't know how to explain it because it's not like a big, it doesn't sound like a big deal out loud. 
but it's a big deal because this is interventions. This is what made Epcot Communicore. Yeah. This was the spot you'd go to learn. And now you just go here if, like, there's nobody else around to relax for, oh. like, a second. God, this is terrible. I hate this. I mean, there's a whole area that you could do this in. It's called that fucking store at the beginning. You know when you first walk yeah, in? Yeah, I know. That film store that they don't have anything in? Yeah, they have nothing in there. Put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> because there's no more such thing... Sorry. Because there's basically no such thing as film anymore. <laughs> no. But the thing is, if it's there, because it's like uh, you see it right away when you come in, like people right. will be like, oh, look, massage chairs, and they'll all want to go in and try out this cool... Good! Thing. If this was the massage chair of the future... Right, like the House of Tomorrow type shit. Yeah, like then it'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like it like probes your butt a little bit or something like that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. You get, a, you get like a little dildo chair going on. Yeah. It wouldn't, like a guy wouldn't have any use for that unless they were gay. Yeah. Like what the fuck would a guy do? Is there such thing, is there like, um, like a fleshlight that comes out of the bottom? Oh, yeah. And you turn it on, it's just like, do that. whoa. And Vibrating then- fleshlight would be... Uh, People will be lined up. There you go. And then, like, you could talk to it and stuff like that, and it talks back to you, and it guesses your birth date and shit. You know, then, like... Then smart cool. won the chair? Yeah, It's like Spaceballs the movie. I mean, uh, it's like Spaceballs the toilet paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds like a great idea. I love that idea. <laughs> I love R- that idea. R.I.P. Shocker, yeah. as I'm doing the Shocker. Me too. Holy shit. That's a gr- that is a great idea. See, now we're talking. If we could come up with this in seconds... Think what fucking Imagineers... Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. There are no more Imagineers because no. they fired them all. They're fucking fired. That's fucking messed so, up, man. You fire a bunch of Imagineers and of course this is what you would come uh. up with. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to put there? I don't know. Some, the guy who we just let go is talking about some new virtual reality thing where you kind of like... It's like a chair and you sit down and you... The second you sit, you don't even have to put via visor on. You see a different world around you. All you have to do is sit in the chair. I don't really know anything about technology, though, because I'm not an Imagineer because they fired them all. But it was something about a chair. Great. We'll put massage chairs there and maybe like a photo booth or something. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Great. Wonderful. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> or they like outsourced all the uh, Imagineers, like how they outsource like, you know, phone calls. Like when you're calling like Chase Bank, you're calling uh, right. like like Sanjeep or whatever. But they're like, oh, hello. Oh. my. Hello. Yeah. Oh, you go for it. No, you do it better than I do. No, go. You know, Hello, my name is Edward. <laughs> I was going to so, hello, my name is Bob. Uh, <laughs> your name's not fucking Bob. Your no. name is like fucking Sanjay. Yeah, so it's like freaking that shit, and then they have to ask those uh, outsourced people like what like ideas they have since they can't afford Imagineers anymore. We would like you to have a massage chair that massages your balls. Oh, Yeah. Thank you. Come again. Thank you. Come again. Oh, oh New Delhi. I miss my home. Oh, New Delhi. 